You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Here on a Monday, the date of which I don't know. 26th. 26th of April 2021 in the year of our Lord and Saviour, St. Peter Volandis. Back at it again, back to the well. Edward Simpson, you are Friday, Saturday, bounced, bounced, bounced. We had Anzac Day yesterday. I'm also a little bit under the weather. Yeah, I'm fighting fit, sort of. That's a lie. You it like is you a lie. Botox, your face is swollen. Yeah, I. <laughs> You've got a it's swollen like I mean, stung face. by a bee. Yeah. Uh, look, that's what happens when you go wedding into thirtieth. Um, had a friend James Maloof's wedding on Friday. Um, a big Lebanese affair. Yeah, I saw some videos of that. Big old drums. First time I'd been to a Lebanese wedding. Yeah. And the drums were a vibe. Mm. Big vibe. Yeah. Like, there's about 30 of them come out, and there's just, it's on for young and old. How long do the drums go for? Ages, bro. Like, I was new to this whole yeah. thing, and I can move my bod, like, yeah, you, you know. Can, you can move, all right? I can move okay. Yeah. I can move okay. And I'm in there moving and doing the damn thing. <laughs> And then I'm starting to be like, you know, I don't exercise that often. <laughs> and this is starting to become like a thing. Oh, so you're like sweating. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, bro. It was like, they were, it was probably like a good drum off for like 15 minutes, I reckon. And it just kept going and then they just kept getting, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was good did, fun. And then did it like, it lulls. And then, <laughs> and then it was and then like, what? And then they again. were like looking around like, fucking let's rip again. And I'm like, holy shit. And you were, they, were they looking to you? Were the drummers like, we need you? I don't know. I'm not going to say that they were looking to me. No. So you but were, was I, I was, I, I was there. I was there about. Were you at all? Or were you just. No, no. I reckon I was, I was, you know. Were you right in the middle of it with everyone? Do, 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 I wasn't do, in the middle do. because I wasn't the bride, but. Okay. That you, know, you know what I mean? That if I was, if I had sort of, you know, inserted myself into the middle of the circle, <laughs> I think I would have been asked to leave. Yeah. I didn't do that. That's good. That's, that's I showed self-restraint. That's classy of you, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was classy of me. Did it at but that point, was great fun. Good fun. Did you at any point think the drums had probably done their dash? Was there a point where you're like, all right, I'm drummed out? Yes. With the great respect to the drummers and there everyone was. at the wedding, but like... I'm not going to lie, no. 100%. Because I've been to... They do that at Croatian weddings as well. I don't know if it's exactly the same style of drumming, but there's drums there and there's dancing and shit, and I'm like, cool, I'm done now. This was great. It was a nice cultural experience. Yep. Saw the drums, saw everything's cool, but it is getting repetitive with the greatest respect, and I would like it to stop. Yeah, yeah, I got drummed out, 100%. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about it. I was drummed out, but I fucking love the drums. So shout out to the drums. Hey, well, I mean... Who doesn't? I'm a drummer. They're all, he's like half uh, Greek as well. So there was, was plate smashing as well. Ooh, so we were covering see, a lot. Of, we were, we were, we're out there covering Some things off. Territory. And then they'd like, and you're like running around in circles and shit. Yeah. What's that song called? I don't know. Dave, do you know these things? It's called like the Millet. I don't know if that's right. Oh, yeah. That is right. Yeah, that is. Keep going though. Oh, fuck, bro. Like, it's kind of repetitive. Just that. Repeat that over in your, like... And you're, like, going around in circles. Yeah, can you just type into YouTube, Dave? Just, like, famous Greek song. Greek wedding song thing. Greek wedding song. You don't have to play it, but I just want the title. But not Greek. I'll know the title when I hear it. Because Sebo's Greek. Sebo's old man's obviously Greek. Greek wedding song. Simera Gamos. No, Dave. Fuck. Sirtaki. No. For some reason, Mm. millennium's in my head, but that's not even a Greek word, is it? Play the first millennium? one. Millennium? Hang on. 
Oh shit. Yes. Yes. What? That was like. Hang that's on. it. That's that's the year. That's it. Yes. What's this one called? And it gets quicker and quicker. Turn it up. Zorba the Greek. Zorba the Greek. Put your put your thing put down. Your to it. Yes. This is it. This is lovely. Yeah. This is it. And then it, and then it just and then everyone's fucking. And you know what I mean? they like getting down on their like squatting and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, did they do the thing where they like pick up the shot glass with their mouth? Yeah. That's I love I love yeah. Euro weddings. Oh yeah, it was all happening. And then this and then it just gets quicker and quicker yeah. and everyone's fucking then if the circle is getting quicker and quicker and people are dropping off and shit. It was all about stamina. I was there late as well, you know what I mean? I was in there ripping and tearing. Okay. Here we go. But you can imagine. You can imagine. Do you want to just skip it forward to like where it's really quick? So that, you know, the jackets are off by now. Oh, yeah. Ties are You know what I mean? Ties are undone. The bow ties there. Fuck oath. Got the... the cufflinks. Cufflinks are out. Sleeves are up. I've got my mate's cufflinks out there at home. Sherman. I'll give them back to you soon. I went to a wedding, forgot cufflinks, and I had... Of course you did. Fuck this guy. I had my shirt, like, dangling out the bottom of the suit, and I was like, Jesus Christ. You do, you, you, when you say forgot cufflinks... It's because you don't own any. Yeah, but the suit came with some. They're not cufflinks, bro. No, but they were good enough for me. I don't oh, my God. <laughs> like little, Those little plastic little things. things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It, the shirt came with them. Um, Mate. And so I didn't bring it. You're a disgrace. No, man gave me some as well, but I was like, I'm just an elastic fucking cufflink operator. Or at least I was. Anyway, I got to the fucking... What do you mean? Like, you are you comfortable being that guy? Yeah, dude, I'm comfortable with that. I'm very comfortable with that. Oh I don't give God. a shit. The suit looked good enough, you know. I'm cool. But you're not cool. No, no, no. Wearing those man. elastic no, things, no, no, dude. I'm you look like cool, a fucking loser. Not caring though, I think is cooler than being like, Holy no, shit, dude. Where are my cufflinks? I don't but think I'm so. Actually, not at this age. I'm not really cool because I was wigging out about. Not, not at this age. I was age. completely wigging out. And you had your shirt open out of your fucking. Well, I got cufflinks that I now have, and I have to give back to Sherman. But he was telling me, or someone was telling me. That a friend of ours, who I won't name just because I don't fucking... Well, he's not that close a friend of ours, like we know him. They didn't realise the shirt that they had was for cufflinks and so they'd folded it over the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so it like hung out and they folded the sleeve. like So they had these white fucking folded sleeves. <laughs> oh, Ridiculous. 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 So you had the wedding into a 30th. Yeah, Suka's 30th plus one. Um... At his place, which was nice. Yep. Ripped and teared there. And I, then, as he, uh, Lord of the Stars was there. Yeah, I know. He sent us a message. Lord of the Stars was there. He was, he was fucking, he was in good form. Well, he's been in court for us. He sent us a photo of him. Uh, Did you see his power stance at the Supreme Court? Yeah, he sent us a photo of it. <laughs> well, that was him when he was out fucking fighting Apple on our behalf. He was. Fuck, he looked good. He looked real good. He looked fucking good. Yeah, well, he's a hot lawyer. We obviously picked the hot lawyer. That's why the Lord of the Stars. Well, you've got to be a hot lawyer if you're going to be Lord of the Stars, don't you reckon? Yeah, I think so. There's also something that just comes, like some gravitas with being a lawyer to the stars, where it's like, well, even if you weren't hot, he is hot, but even if you weren't hot, you're like, oh, he's kind well, of it's sort of, it's sort of like Jeff Bezos when he was nobody, was fucking, he looked like the biggest dog. Elon Musk, same thing. And now he's hot. Yeah. Like, Jeff Bezos is hot now. Kind of muscly and shit. Yeah, well, kind of. Elon nah. was bald. Elon just grew hair. <laughs> Elon just grew hair as soon as he became a billionaire. Um... What's wrong with your eye, mate? Yeah, sorry if you're just listening to this and you don't know what we're doing. Go watch the video on YouTube. <laughs> Elon's hair grew back. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, dude, I was at the Beach Road Hotel yesterday for Anzac Day. Mm. And so it was Anzac Day. Manly were playing. The UFC was on. So it was all happening. Get there and um, went up to go play two up. And look, no disrespect to the Beach Road, but it was the worst fucking organised two-up event I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I got up there with Nude Soon and when when we got up there, we go, oh, we'll just, we'll just watch one round, see how the coins are flipping. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what everyone does. That's what everyone does, right? You've got to get a mood for the coins. <laughs> they, they didn't get a result for five minutes because they were only using two coins. So... One head, one tail. All right, we've got to do it again. Oh, this dead shit tossing coins. Can't toss coins to save his life. He's throwing them out of the fucking rope. <laughs> and, then, and then, all right, we'll like get him back in. The coins were sticking to the paddle because there was tape on them. I'm like, what the fuck is, what going, is on? going on here? And then every time that they actually got a legal toss, it was one up, one down. I'm like, hey, dickheads, with the greatest respect here, if for the love of mateship, get three coins so we can fucking play some two up. Five minutes. What is the official? Like, the official uh, is two. They were like, we're doing it. They're like going the old school. Did. They're going old school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? Like, society changes to make things work better. Like, sure. Almost threw up then. <laughs> sure, you can, you can. I get the tradition of Anzac Day, but I think that that's one that just operationally doesn't need to be held on to as strictly. I don't think they're going to really care. Well, we went three coins because we're running a business, not just playing in the trenches. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, I completely understand that. And it's, uh, well, it's, What's the benefit of doing it traditionally like that? Well, I think if you're going to play traditionally, Tom, you need, to, you need to know you need to get a good thrower in there, an elite thrower. This guy wasn't. Someone, someone that can throw really pure tosses yeah. you know, and get results. Yeah, this, there was no results there. There was no results. Keep it inside the rope. Take the tape off the fucking... Spinner. Literally threw it up and we're like, where's the other coin? He's like, it's stuck to the paddle. I'm like, hey, dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah, two coins is the traditional way. Yeah. The classic rules. That's, that was their thing. I can look, I can, res- I can respect a decision made like that. I can. I can see how they've made it. I can see how they made it, but they're not doing it. Like, they're not, they're not, you know what? The Anzacs would have been furious if they were there. Yeah, but what, exactly. What I'm saying is you've got to fix your fucking systems. Get elite throwers in there. Yeah. Take the tape off the Don't fucking just spinner. Don't give every dead shitty. No, 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 no. Look, throw. look, and I'm, I've, I'm, I'm, I completely agree. Like you should have to, you should be vetted. Yeah. They should be blokes over in the corner with, you know, paddles and, with and paddles and, and shit, and and vetting your throws. Yeah. And because there was none of that, it was because like, you can tell a fucking a virgin thrower a mile away. This guy had never thrown. Yeah, he was as virgin as they come. Yeah. And it look, you I could have rolled. They used, you know, they rolled. I tell you, I tell, cigars on his thighs. I think the, the Anzacs would be more annoyed about that than three coins. Having virgin throwers in there oh, with no go. Virgin throwers, the most disgraceful part of it. And then when he fucks up, everyone's like, "Oh, well, now you got to make him do push-ups." I'm like, "No, we don't. We get elite throwers in here, and no push-ups are punishments for anything. Look, We're not just going to drag this out even more and have this guy do push-ups." I went, you know what? Fuck this, I'm not playing. And I went downstairs, or at least I'm not playing now, this virgin throwing the fucking coins. Mm. And only two coins, which, yeah, it's traditional, I get it, that's cool, I'm all for tradition. But I'm also all for fucking playing two up, which I'm not able to do now because I'm standing here for hours. Also, that, like, push-up thing wears off pretty quick, right? 
Like uh, yeah, it wore watching up watching someone do push-ups is funny the first time someone does push-ups. After that, it's annoying for me. He was made to do push-ups. Like, would you go? Would you go home and Google? People doing push-ups, like, for fun? Is no. that fun? Would I get on a YouTube bender of push-ups? What have you been doing? We're watching people do push-ups. No, like, no, no, it's not that cool. No, it's not. Now, I went downstairs, a little grumpy, obviously upset. Went down. You do get grumpy, too. I know. I was upset. I was like, this is fucking... This is what this day's about, and I've been robbed of the ability to play two-up because of some virgin upstairs. Do you have any bets? Uh, not two-up bets. I had none. I didn't... Bro, I didn't... None even, at all? None. Not one. Didn't take any money? Nothing. Zero. Didn't hold a bet. Did not hold a bet. I said I wanted to get a feel for the coins. I just <laughs> needed one. Just needed one fucking toss and I was there for literally five minutes. Me and Brace were like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. So I went downstairs. First fight of UFC was happening. Uh, Jimmy Crute, we'll get into the UFC, but I'm sit, um, we were at a table that was like right in front of a big screen. Like weird place to have the table. It was like right up. So you're almost at the front seat of the fucking cinema. <laughs> So I was just leaning on the table, standing up, and this guy behind like just goes, Oh, wait, mate, can you sit down? I go, Oh, yeah, no worries, dude. I sit down. He goes, Fuck you, cunt. And I was like, What the? What? And Bracey was there, and Bracey goes, Dude, what? Chill. And I was like, What the fuck's the matter with you, bro? He's like, Oh, sorry, I thought you called me a cunt. I'm like, Why would you just, why would you default to thinking someone called you a cunt? I just went, Yeah, man, no worries, sit down. And I'm just like, This is exactly how like brawls erupt at UFC events with just like dead shits who are like, a little bit amped up. Yeah, and they, but they've, you know, they've been watching all the training videos and they think, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll like, see someone hit mitts and they're all like fucking, you know. And so I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, again, I'm not going to be the guy who gets in a biff at a UFC event. And it's like on. Are we at the beach road? Yeah. Yeah, they throw down there. Yeah. Was he Irish? No, he was just a fucking scrawny little poon, to be fair. But then, so I sit down and I'm like, whatever. Um, and like he sort of was like, oh, sorry, I thought you called me. I'm like, no, I didn't call you a cunt, bro. I just sat down because I was in your way. And then he comes up again and he comes up and he comes up behind me and he's like, mate, I wanted to just apologize for calling you a cunt, but can you just move over a little bit more? And I went, fuck off, bro. Like, <laughs> go away. And he's like, mate, I said I'm sorry. And he's like touching me. Like, I'm like, can you just go away, dude? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, he's like, can you just move just here? I'm like, I'm not moving. <laughs> And then he just kept asking. I'm like, so you want me to move? Just here. He's like, it's not that much. And I'm like, what is like, what is wrong with you, bro? And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to fucking, I'm not going to be a UFC fight guy. I'm not going to be a guy. And I, so I just moved my chair a little bit. And then I just got up after the fight. And then like, I move. And then we're sitting there. And, we're, and you know, you just kind of like agitated because some guy's just being fucking annoying. And again, he was like, if it got to UFC fight in a pub, I was confident that I would have been able to ragdoll. But you were prepared to go there. No, I wasn't because I didn't want to. But if it got there, then I would have beat the fuck out of the guy. But I'm not that sort of a person. So I just sit if down. If you came in on a Monday having punched on at a UFC event. <laughs> exactly. On dude. Anzac Day, that might have fucking done me in. <laughs> on Anzac Day, smashing on with some guy at the beach road about fucking moving a seat in front of the UFC. So I move and I just move a little bit and I'm fucking pissed off, but I'm like, get over it, dude. It's some fucking weird guy in a hoodie. Uh, with like spacer earrings, I think, which is you know, no way he had spaces in. I think he had like space, like space where a spacer should be, like loose earlobes, which is where a spacer was. Where a spacer was, it might have fallen out. 
But um, at least you know that's, spaces that, that, that'd be so the first weird. thing I'd grab if we're in a fight. If you've got spaces, can you call in and explain the thought process, the thought process behind them? With the greatest respect, because mutilating your earlobes, I don't. Well, it understand. just is like it's a very visible part of you. You know what I mean? Like it's like you know what? It's like if it, if it became fashion a fashion statement, like just break your own nose and walk around. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Oh, I got my nose. Oh, no, I just broke my nose. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Well, no, it actually looks fucking horrible. <laughs> no disrespect to spaces. Um, but so we're sitting there and I'm like, fuck this guy. And then like, we were like, well, let's just fucking move. And I was like, no, we can't. We have to wait for this fight to be over. Otherwise, mm. we look like pussies. So I sat there and then moved away as soon as the fight finished and just fucking watched it in the tab. But it was just one of those things where I'm like, what happened to mateship, man? What happened to it? Well, that's the... <laughs> No, on Anzac Day, it's, on it's Anzac disappointing. Day, this little fucking dweeb. And it's like one of the, you know, those things where it's like, again, I'm not a brawler, so it's not a fucking thing where I'm like, oh, wish I hit him. It's just those things where you're like, oh, God, I just, it's almost like uh, delayed fury you get, like mm. intermittently. It'll get less and less, obviously, as I forget the guy's fucking face, but I'll never forget those ears. Um but it was just one of those things where I'm like, this is such a, this is exactly how fucking people kick off at a UFC event. And Sebo was like, Sebo was like, the fucked up thing with like UFC brawler dickheads is they think they're all so smart because they listen to like a Rogan podcast. So they feel like they're also like sort of tuned in or like some sort of, in some way intelligent. But it's like, no, you're actually not. Like Rogan's great. I'm not knocking Rogan. I'm just knocking like UFC dead shits who are like, oh, dude, I listened to this fucking three hour podcast on mushrooms. Yeah. Anyway, I'm with you. Yeah, you get me. Um, but that was my day, outside of obviously things that we'll talk about, Manly 13 plus at all. Which we will talk about. Yeah. Because, well, we have to. We have to. It's our obligation. You've got to talk about, you gotta talk about standout results in rugby league football. That's yep. what we do every week. Yep. It just so happens to be Manly three weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Or three wins. Three weeks in a row. Holy shit, dude. I also cut my finger off. Look at that. Cut the top of my finger off before we get into the sport. Fucking hurt. I cut my own hair and I just went thunk and cut the top of my knuckle off. And I went, ooh, that fucking hurt a little bit. But it didn't. It wasn't bleeding. So I'm like, ah, oh, no, nah, it's not that much. And then I was like, ooh, now it's bleeding. And it was just pissing blood. Do you and usually cut your own hair? Sometimes. I've done it intermittently over the years. You used to cut hair. Yeah, I used to cut hair at school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. 10 bucks a chop, bro. Yeah, bro. Made a bit of skrilla. What was your specialty? A mullet. I couldn't really do much. Actually, not. No, I could do it. I could do it. You well. never. You did mullet. You wasn't mullet successful. No, no, no. A bit like, of a mullet going on now. I do have a mullet going on yeah. now. I told you. I told you the mullet was coming back in 2021. Yeah. But no, I. I could do anything really. Like Jarch. I changed Jarch's life. Friend of ours, Jarch. He just had a full blown mullet, and he was like a good looking dude. But his hair was just fucking diabolical, and like he'd have like the Jedi rat's tail and all this sort of shit. And then I gave him a nice haircut. And literally, like, two weeks later, he had, like, the fucking... He had, like, a high-paying job, and he was in, you know, mm. Iron Williams and shoot... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Jeans and shit. As That's before, true. he was, like, in just fucking, you know, trackies and... You were like a bum. Yeah. Anyway, so I can change lives with these hands. True story. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest-selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout-out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. BeGoodHealth.com.au, code Dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some... I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. All right, a bit of rugby league, Edward. Now, I'm doing my best to be humble, bro. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying real hard to be humble. But when you just rack up three straight wins, as Manly has done, and then... Tommy comes back, 40-point Tommy. No, he's not worth 40 points. He's worth 40 points against the Titans. Then next game, oh, he's not worth 40 points. Seems like he's worth 40 points against the Tigers, who suck. Mm. Um, Well, made to look like... Made to look like shit. They're probably one of the great teams in the comp, but they're made to look like shit. That's right. One of the great defensive sides in the comp, ripped open, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Tommy, like Mick Ennis yesterday... Talked about Tommy Tavojevic for 80 minutes. For 80 minutes he talked about him and how great he is. He said that the last two weeks are are the best fullback performances he's ever seen out of a player. In... I mean, I couldn't hear the commentary because I was at the pub, but that's I might have to go back and watch the game just to hear the commentary actually today. I might have it on in the background. It was an eighty it was just it was Tommy for eighty minutes. Like with a couple of like DCEs playing his best footy like of the season. Yeah. Obviously, Kieran Foran's chiming in with great performances, like Paseca's playing well. Marty yeah. Tapao had a fucking unbelievable game. I tell you what, Jason Saab, who we were like again at the start of the season, we were like, Saab, what's he about? 
you know, then it was, oh, he's about raw, unbridled, Roger Fabri-inspired pace. Yeah, but, but he can also get up. At, but he can also get up. But we, he wasn't flowing anyone early no. on. And we were like, this guy's so tall, we need him to flow some people. Is he, is he got it in him? He's starting to flow people. He's starting to believe. You know when Morpheus is like, Neo's starting to believe? Yes. That's Saab. 100%. And where Saab, Saab, was, Saab was not believing anything at the start no. of the season. And now he's... You know, he's getting high on his own supply, which I'm a big fan of. Wingers got to get high on their own supply. Have to. Have, have to. to. They're on the wing. There's yeah. nothing else nothing on there. Nothing else to do. You've got to be running fast, jumping high, sniffing yep. farts. That's right. That's that's the way of the winger. That's the way of the winger. Um, so just with, on Tommy, So back to Tommy. Yeah, hold on. I've just got to shout out this guy whose article I have referred to and never credited about 50 fucking times. Uh, and then... You know, I just he sent it to us, or his brother sent it to us. It's from the raw, raw.com.au, uh, and it's by Jake Burns. He says, Tommy Trebojevic is one of the all... He's like, hear me out. Tommy Trebojevic is one of the best players of all time. And then goes through to sort of talk about how, you know, his ability to turn games and, like, how much team his team relies on and all that sort of shit. And basically build the case. I'm not going to do that read through the article now, but I just wanted to remember to shout out Jack Burns. Jack Burns? Jack Burns? Someone Burns. Someone Burns. Anyway, the, the I Jack Burns, there really is a question to be made that he's the best fullback in the game. Well, not even a question. I think you could you make the argument he's the best fullback in the game. Like, Tedesco's obviously good. Pappenhausen, obviously good. But what he does two games in a row back from injury, you're like... Manly were fucking nowhere in the first 10 minutes. Starved of footy, on the back foot, defending our ass off. The big boys are getting tired. Everyone's a bit flat. Nothing's sticking. Nothing's coming together. And I'm like, oh, I was just transported back to the start of the year. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. And then Tommy breaks the line three times in four minutes. Sets up two tries. Basically sets them all up. Except for the last one, I think uh, DCE went... Jub, you know, he juggled and then gave it to Marty. Yeah, but Tommy made the line break. But Tommy break made the line break. So, yeah, Tommy set up three tries in four minutes and we blew them out of the water and yep. then steamrolled them and put 40 unanswered points on. Yes, that's right, 40 unanswered rugby league points. But it was all started by Tommy mm. fucking his acceleration, his brute strength and his power. He just runs at the line and just rips it open. Mm. Like, just like running through a fucking paper bag. He's like a gazelle. On roids. Like, gazelles obviously, you know, are already powerful, majestic creatures. But imagine one that's been doing a steroid cycle. But he hasn't. But imagine one that has and mm-hmm. how strong and powerful that gazelle becomes. Yeah, gazelle roids. Yeah. Natural, legal gazelle roids. But that's sort of what he is. He runs quicker and stronger and truer than anyone. But every time he gets the ball, the defense is like, oh, shit. Is he going to pass? Is he going to run? Is he going to pass? Like... They don't know what to do. Mate, there was one play, and again, Mick Ennis was basically coming on air. <laughs> he goes right, okay, and like sort of fucking is asking questions, I think, as he put it, on the right side, and then gets up, plays the ball, and sprints all the way back around, joins in on the left edge, gets the ball, and then quickly dishes to Ruben, like in the blink of an eye, Garrett goes over, and Mick was like, you know, he came was... To completion. He came to absolute unbridled yeah. completion on air. get the window closed yeah, yeah, so yeah. the commentator fucking could see the fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, poor old Dan Ganane couldn't see the fucking field or whoever was commentating. Yeah, I'm not, it wasn't Dan, but uh, to your point. Um, 
had to wipe down the window. Yeah, well, they had to gurney off the windows from. Yeah, yeah they bought the gurney and it went quiet for a couple Mixed of. Load. Yeah. They had to. They yeah. had to basically just cross to the sideline yeah, for about yeah. five minutes. They did. Like they me. went down to Corey Parker. <laughs> We've just had to have the gurney in the commentary yeah. box because Mick Ennis is just fucking Completed. blown. <laughs> He's blown all over the glass. It's fucking. Um, it's, it's disgraceful up in the commentary yeah. box. Well, you know. Depends which way you want to look at well, it. Well, I mean, I would have loved to have been in there personally. Oh, yeah. That's just me, though. Shout in a bit of minute. Well, if it's Tommy-induced, I think that we're all happy to be there, right? I think so. I think so. But then they started asking questions, what do you do at origin time? Like, do you know, I think it makes a lot of sense to obviously put Tommy T in the centres because he can play there so yes. effortlessly. Yeah. And we know what he did game two in the pouring rain. Joey says six. Put him at six. Joey said put him at six and just let him... He's like, Cleary runs a game and you just let Tommy be Tommy. And just cruise around. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know you're a player when it's like, just let Tommy be Tommy. Don't tell him what to do. Don't ever tell him what to do. Just give him the ball and let him be Tommy. <sighs> Makes you feel good. But he was saying, Mick was like, you've got to start at least considering putting him at fullback because of... How fucking potent he is. Yeah. He's now the best fullback in the game. Yes. If he, he stays fit, he stays which is fit, a problem. That's the problem. And he's only two games back. Because they were going back, they were going through how many games he's played in the last couple of seasons. Not many. Not many. Okay. Dave's there smirking with his little fucking face. Yeah, what are you smirking at, mate? If you had to have a player play for your life at fullback, you're picking the team that. Has to win. But life or death life of 23-year-old Dior. It could end tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Are you telling me that you would pick fucking Pappenhausen over Tommy Turbo? I would. and it, it would <laughs> No, weird. you wouldn't. It would be weird of you guys to think I would pick otherwise. It's like even Tommy Turbo two weeks out from coming back from hamstring. Would you pick Pappenhausen? You'd still probably pick Tommy Turbo. That's no, I wouldn't pick are. an injured Tommy Turbo to play Not for an my injured, life. but, you know, before he's had this two-week run of just being a throbber. No, because he's come back from injury. If we're talking right now, yeah. you're picking a player. Well, right now, Pappenhausen's injured as well, so I'd pick Nico Hines. Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 All right, turn your mic off. Yeah, turn your mic off. Good answer, though. I'm happy with that. Fuck you, Dave. Um, but anyway, look, I don't think we need to sort of, you know... Get too nuts deep into the No, no, no. But Mate, it's, look, this isn't a pro-manly podcast. I'm, I'm only talking about Tommy because that's what everyone else is fucking talking Correct. about. That's all anyone You come here about. for the fucking leading news articles, yeah. mate. You know, the stories that matter. Yeah. And Tommy's the top of the list. We all know he is. And as proud New South Welshman, at least half of us, mm. it buoys our souls and our spirits knowing that, you know... Tommy may well win us the fucking series this year. And then the competition, the whole, the whole fucking hog. Um, moving on to well, a song. I wanted just to... Oh, no, yeah, please. One more thing. Yeah. The jubilation on the faces of all in attendance, including the players, when Kieran Foran mm. gets that deep out the back ball from Cherry and just hits the fucking hole with pace and goes under, under the black dot. Yeah. Warmed the heart and the soul, I think, of the entire rugby league community. Is I that fair I to say? I agree more. Is, Steph- any, is there anyone out there that is like, oh, I don't like Kieran Foran? Never heard of them. I tell you who, the, those people are fuckwits. They probably exist. I, well, don't you reckon there, they exist? Dead shits, bro. That dude Who's, who tried to start a fight with you probably hates Kieran dudes Foran. Dudes in spaces, with spacer earrings without the spaces in, they're just dangly fucking earlobes. He definitely doesn't like Kieran Foran, but that's because he's a fuckhead, right? Mm. 
But also people who are like, he's the most overpaid fucking player in the competition. No, he's paid like 150 grand. Uh, He's paid like nothing now. He's actually (laughs) underpaid. Um, It was divine to see that. They were all pumped. I was, we were hugging in the pub. Like we were all hugging each other like we were on the field with the boys with that fucking Foxtel camera, that Mm. 1200K camera or whatever Mm. the hell it is. It's like, holy shit. Look, everyone knows what state I was in yesterday. Was I almost moved to tears? Did I get a bit teary? Yeah. Misty-eyed? Uh, yeah, I got misty-eyed. couple of misty-eyed Manly fans? I got misty-eyed yesterday. It was just beautiful to see. Yeah. Because you know what Kieran's been through. You know where he's been. And you knew that the whole time he was playing with those loser clubs, he just wanted to be back in the maroon and white contending for premierships. Mm. Said he was languishing in fucking last position and just like, oh, my Losing God. Losing every game. With teams with no culture, no, 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 no essence, no vibe, no nothing. And now he's back where he's meant to be. Manly's on the up, 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 up and up. Uh, we're basically in the top three. Mathematically, we're in the top three. But obviously, if you want to be a stickler, we're equal seventh. We are equal equal seventh. Um, we take on the Panthers we're, this week. We're just we're just we're just cleaning up that points differential, which yeah. was blown to smithereens in the opening four rounds. <laughs> yeah. People said it couldn't be done, no. but uh, it's been cleaned no, up. No, we're cleaning. Up I think we're only negative. I think we're negative back to negative fifty. Neg- we're about negative two hundred. Negative fifty. Negative fifty one. That's a good, honest cleanup. Yeah, that mate, that's a serious cleanup. That's a good, honest cleanup. Because it was a shit show. It was a, point. it was a mess. Yeah, it was a complete fucking mess. It's the, it's the equivalent. Of, we're, we're tidying the room. We're tidying oh, yeah. our room up. Oh yeah, making the bed, picking mm-hmm. up the dirty socks. Yep. cleaning off Mick Ennis's. Uh, yeah, you know, load, load, to put it. Correctly. <laughs> you guys are actually sixth in terms of odds for Premiership. I fuck odds though, by the way. Like, that's so ridiculous. We should be, like, we should be number one. But I think that's not bad. Behind Panthers, Eels, Bunnies, Storm, Roosters, Raiders. And then- Raiders? No. Raiders? No, I don't think Raiders so. Raiders suck. Raiders, oh, we're going to, we're going to, like, I honestly, hear me now, punters and dribblers, hear me now. I honestly believe that Manly 13 plus against the Penrith Panthers this weekend <laughs> is a fucking thing. It's certainly worth looking into, Eddie. I think it's worth looking at. It's where we're we playing at, Pe- at Bluebet? No, we're playing no, at... It's, Can- in, and oh, it's, in Bathurst. In, it's in Bathurst. Yeah. That's a good vibe for you and me, Eddie. We went it, to uni and that's Bathurst. a vibe. That's a good omen. That's a, it's omens. You looking for more omens? Are you looking for omens? There's, the, there's one of the biggest omens fucking there Just is. Where did this week. podcast start? Started in Bathurst. Started in Bathurst. So who's playing in Bathurst this week? The Manly Seagulls. Manly Seagulls. Who gives a fuck who they're playing? Because they're going to win thirteen plus. But it is the Panthers who haven't. This is what I was going to say as well. No, no, me but off. no, but like they are due a loss. Com- correct. But what's annoying me, and I was saying this before the show. I don't know if you were here yet. I'm sick of the Panthers fans and people talking about the Panthers going. They haven't lost a regular season game since fucking. It's like no, no, no. They lost the grand final. So they are now seven games undefeated. That's it. None of this fucking, they haven't lost a regular season. It's a game of footy. Mm. You haven't won it. You lost the fucking grand final. So you haven't, you've won seven in a row, which is great. But cool down. Cool down. You didn't, you didn't get it done. No one's saying they aren't killing it. No, they're fucking but, killing it. I but, like but, the but don't use, don't use, you know, Weird stats. Yeah. It's like saying, well, we haven't lost a fucking away game since, you know what I mean? Like, no one gives a fuck no about that. No one gives a fuck. You lost the grand final, so you're seven games undefeated. I will not hear any more of it. Haven't fucking lost a regular season game since round three. You lost the biggest game there is. 
You lost the one that mattered the most. <laughs> oh, cool. You've won games that no one gives a shit about. With the greatest respect, not hating on the Panthers. Do like the Panthers. Unfortunately for you guys, we're going to have to beat you 13 plus this week, which, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know what it's going to be? One of the great fucking... It's going to be like a 50-point turnaround. They beat the piss out of us when we were at Brookvale, one of the great nights in Manly's history, and we spoke to a live audience of 80-year-olds. <laughs> um, uh, too critical acclaim. Too critical acclaim and silent forks and cutlery banging on plates, which was haunting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good to be here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well done, boys. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Um, yeah, so 46 points there. Now it's going to be, what, like a 50-point swing. We'll win by 13-something. Well, I was starting to say, and I was saying this to you in group text, I think Tommy's more like a 70-point player. So if they put 30 on us, you take that away, we win by 40. What's so, that, Matt? So he's more like... So well, how many did they put, put on they us? They put 46 on us. So you take that away, and so we win by 24 points. Is that right? Yeah, yep. so that's about 60-ish. So 24 nil. Yeah. Which gets you 13 plus. Yeah. So if you want to bet this week, 24 nil. Yeah. Or... Yeah. 18-6. 6 No, that's 12. That's fuck. No, so 22-6. I like 22-6. 22-6. That's a good score, right? I think that's reasonable. Can we do 22-6? Yeah. Or do we do 18-4? Nah, clear it. Oh, he can. Yeah. He can kick. 20, so 22-6. Okay. Manly. <laughs> every time I take a sip out of this, it makes a fart noise, this coffee. And I just, I'm hoping the mic isn't picking it up because every time it's like... <laughs> And it's just making the experience of drinking the coffee very uncomfortable. What is that? It's a long black. Just take the lid off. I will not take the lid off. Why? Because that's a surefire way to spill coffee all over me. Why? You can't. What, so whenever you drink out of a cup, you spill it all over <laughs> you. You need like a sippy cup. I like the takeaway <laughs> cup lid. So I'm not about to risk getting coffee on myself. I'm not changing the game up mid coffee. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm yeah, just... But- do you ever grab, like, Evie's cup as a keep cup to get your coffees in? Look, it's not a bad shout. Nice she's got straws truth. in her keep cups yeah. at the moment, so she hasn't graduated to the sippy. She, we got her a sippy cup, and she actually just pours it all over herself. It doesn't work. <laughs> well, I can see where she gets yeah, it from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's, she's picked up from Dad, who doesn't know how to drink out of cups. Uh, Edward, are you right there, mate? Yeah, I'm ready. Sweet. I think that's manly. That's manly. But let's talk about West Tigers. Well, they suck ass, with the greatest respect. They're not good. Michael Maguire, apparently, if you believe the rumblings in the rugby league world, is going to get sacked. So I heard emergency press conferences today. No, emergency board meetings, rather. Yeah. So they've got decisions to make. Big decisions. Is it Michael's fault that they suck? Like, they don't... Like It wasn't long ago. This is... Uh, fuck, I just love rugby league so much. It wasn't long ago where, you know, West had won a game and a couple of tight losses and people were saying, fuck me, the West Tigers have finally nailed their recruitment. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they've brought in some okay players. Like, that Laurie kid's fucking Laurie's red hot. Good. I'm, I'm into him. Right. Dewey's good. Like, they're, they're playing okay. But let's not... Let's not start trumpeting them as, like, great some of the great signings all time. Well, they're certainly not, Eddie. Because, not you, like, you've got to go out and win football games, right? And yes. they're 1-6. So they only beat the Knights, was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's their only win. Yep. Goodness me. That's embarrassing. 
The Knights aren't fantastic. But um, I think if you still look at the aggregate of players they've lost plus recruited, they're like very much in the negative in terms yeah. of the talent they've let go oh, compared to the talent fuck they've yeah, signed. dude. But that's not Michael Maguire's fault, right? He's had one... Is this his second season? Yeah. It's just the, the, the speed at which they sat coaches and we're like, it's like, hey, unless, unless he's a fuckwit, right? Unless all the players hate him. Like, you kind of need to allow a guy some time to get players he wants. It's his third year. Took over in 2019. The start? I think so. He's coached 51 games, which would essentially be... Two seasons and a bit. Yeah, no, that's right. That is right. And how have they finished in both seasons? Ninth, ninth and tenth? Ninth, I think ninth and ninth. I don't know. I just think the mm. sacking of the coach is such a like... Well, it, it, de- well, it depends, right? Like, in t- instead of having board meetings, I'd sort of be fucking interviewing players. Maybe they do that, though. You know, they probably don't tell them. Like, By being like, okay, what's the fucking... He's like, are you getting the message? Is he hard to understand? Like, is he... Apparently, he's he lost a, he's a task master. I've heard that. Hard as fuck. I've heard that. I've heard that. But, I mean, look. That's by the by. To sack him, I don't know. Like, he's won a premiership. That counts for something, right? Yeah, but that's it. Who are you bringing in? Who are you that's bringing what in? I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's really fucking good. Like I mean, it, look. It's the Tigers. Maybe. Dude. Yeah. You well, know, they're always. Right. This is. I just couldn't imagine being a Tigers fan. Do you know what I mean? Like, just how tired you must feel all the time with just the constant shit. Did you read Blake and Abbasin the other day about, um, about if had Benji stayed, what would the Tigers look like? Well, see, that's it as well, right? But I also, with we can move on to Benji because, like, the thing with Benji is, and I think I tweeted this, which we don't usually do, but I just fucking tweeted. Uh, if he plays at another club who's good most of his career, he could have been a fucking immortal. Like, when you've seen him rip for um, for the Rabbitohs, like, some of the balls he was giving out to the wingers and shit, like, you're going, oh, this is what Benji Marshall, everyone's like, Benji's done, Benji's done. Goes to the Broncos, goes to the Dragons, goes fucking back to the Tigers, and then, oh, shit, he doesn't have a club, goes to South. It's like, this is what it looks like when a good player plays with good players, mm. as opposed to when he's at the Tigers, mm. who, as we know with the greatest respect, suck. You go to a South where you've got a good forward pack. Good halves. You've got good halves and good players all around you, players that can catch and pass. Well coached. do the fundamentals. Eddie, catch, pass. Yep. Well, If if, if Benji throws those balls to Tigers wingers, they probably get dropped. Well, they go down. They go down. They do go down. Yeah, or they're not in the right position and it just goes over the But Benji doesn't get the ball in the first place, I don't think. So... Look, look to see him flourishing at a good at a good club warms the heart. Yeah. It really does, and he hasn't been at a good club ever. Well, he was there in two thousand five when they won, and then I can't remember any other. No, time. but since then, yeah. obviously, no. And again, not Luke Brooks bashing, but the fact that he he started well the game well yesterday, and then just they just fell in a fucking heap. Oh, you mean played a Luke Brooks game? does things okay. He can do things all right. I'm not just blaming Luke. Maybe if Luke went to another club, he'd be a bit Benji-ish in the sense that maybe he's just playing in a shit club. But, like, I don't know why he even why he wants to be there. Why does anyone want to be there? <laughs> How do they fill a fucking roster? <laughs> you know what I mean? Surely some guys are like, listen, you can play with the Tigers or you can go and work in the mines. It's like, well, see you guys. I'm out. <laughs> You get paid less in the mines. You might, you know, get coal dust and shit, but it's like, see you later. Mm. I'm done here. Nothing's as bad as playing for the Tigers. Don't want to lose. Yeah, I mean, we're losing. 
has an effect on your life, right? Well, you become what you yeah. experience. You reap what you sow. Yeah. If you're just losing week after week after yeah, week, yeah. You, you become are. a loser. So tough. That's tough. But look, is Madge going to get sacked today? Probably. <laughs> That's if rugby, rugby league. league. It's rugby if, league. Look, I mean, if history is anything to go by, and if it usually is, by, they'll bring back Jason Taylor or something. Well, who, 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 are we, who are we saying is like the fucking the midweek signing, the mid-year signing? Josh Hannay. Yes. Yeah, he's at the t- he's at the Sharks. Oh, he's, he's at the Sharks. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Tell yeah. you what, imagine being a double tech caretaker, get signed mid-season from a caretaker job to do another caretaker job. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we need the best caretaker. We need in the, the best caretaker in the biz. We're happy to buy you out of your Sharks contract. He is zero two though to start his affair. He's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharks and some deep shit. Um, not looking good at all. Losing to the Bulldogs, who fucked my bet completely. Not that that's what it's about, but it sort of is sometimes when you have a betting show. And Was that kitchen sink multi? Did it come off except for you? No. Thank Christ. Michaels also did not come off, which I told him on the day it wouldn't. What was his? Jimmy Crute against oh, yeah, Anthony yeah. Smith. But, like, my one was... And I mean, we'll obviously talk about it about even, but like, fuck, you could, I couldn't have picked the dogs to turn around like that. I thought that was quite shocking. Happy for him. Trent Barrett cried, Eddie. He, that's how much it meant to him. <laughs> Again, the pressure cooker of playing, of working at a shit club. Doesn't that put it into perspective? Like, he hasn't slept. Six weeks, punishing Imagine losses. not sleeping for six weeks. Dude, I think that's what they do in, like, the gulag. They keep you awake, you know, water dripping on your head. Like, you're not able to sleep. I think actually what they do now, when they want to torture someone, they make him coach the Bulldogs. What's or Trent done? I don't know what he's done. I don't know whether he's done anything. I think it's just where they now send people. I think it's like this season they've seen it. Or to watch it, them. They send players to the Tigers to punish them. Or, or to, coaches to go coach the Dogs. Yeah, or fans. Or fans. To watch them. Yeah, you just need to be involved in the club in some way. He cried on air? He cried on the field. He was, he was sitting on the sidelines, and then he's wiping tears away after the game. He's like, he's like, he said it was the best win he's ever been a part of as a player. Oh my god! Oh my god! Look, obviously, 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 when you're fucking down and out like that, and it's your second go at, at trying to be a first grade coach, and you've lost six on the trot, Mate, and, and you look like shit. I, I, I get it. Yeah, I get so. it. And I'm and happy for the Bulldogs. I so I, but I also, I also get where he's coming from when he says it's the greatest win he's ever been a part of. It's just part of him saying that upsets me because I'm like, you've been a part of some great wins. That's <laughs> he's fucking won origins. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking dark. That's like. Well, I guess it's what it means. He was sort of saying like, it's sort of sad in a way. It's, it's sad. It's sweet. It's in a, sad. in a good it's, way, but like it's, it's like it's sort yeah. of like it encapsulates a sort of the rainbow of emotions. Makes me feel the rainbow of emotions. It is sad. It's sweet. It's great. It's, you know, embarrassing. It's all of those things. But he's saying, like, he sees how hard the boys work week after week after week, like, trying, 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 and they're just getting, like... That would be... That would be fucked. Like, I think he was... And he sort of talked about it. Like, there have been games they've been in. Like, the Broncos won, it was 2-0 at fucking the 60th minute mark, and then yeah. they just got pumped. Yeah, that's right. And then they almost... I think the Knights round one was close, uh, and then, you know, the Knights ran away with it. Um... There might have been one more. And then this one, it was like the Sharks were coming back. Sharks were coming back. And then it was, they got they got it win. They got, got the win, got it done. Um, so, look, I'm happy for the Bulldogs. But, you know, that was, you saw how much it meant to poor old Trent there when he was. I'm up. happy for Trent. And I'm happy for the Bulldogs. Yeah.
I don't know if there's any because I like I picked the Broncos to come dead last, and I for that to happen, I need the Bulldogs to get some. Are wins they now on. both only on one win each? Broncos, yeah, Tigers, and with West Broncos and Dogs. Oh wow! Oh, and then wow. I think the Sharks are on two wins, yeah. and, and then, then it's three wins, so. and then everyone else is on three wins. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! But I think we've got a little spoon off. Yeah, spoon bowl. Wests, Broncos, dogs. dogs. Who will win it? All? Well, so the Broncos got fed by the Eels. In the Darwin. Broncos are fucking hopeless. Yeah. When we like, um, when you talk about aphantasia, which for those of you new to the podcast will know that aphantasia is the inability to imagine things. So, like, you don't have a mind's eye. No. So, like, if I say, picture your mother, you know what she looks like. Yes. People with aphantasia can't. So, the Broncos halves don't have the ability to imagine plays or things to do because they lack the Well, they've got, they've got aphantasia. aphantasia. So, they can't imagine. No. Uh, and that is evidenced by the fact they score no points. Correct. And do nothing creatively and look like shit to watch. Shout out to Den and Kemp. I thought, like, you know, it, again... It's because I don't know anything. I clearly know nothing. I was like, I think the Broncos, you know, give this a bit of a go. Mm. Nah. It was, you know, surprising some by, you know, rolling out some pretty impressive wins. Mm. Does that mean I think they'll win the comp? No, it doesn't. No. I think they'll, I think they'll fucking make the top four. I think they'll probably make the top four again. That's it. And then they'll, get, they'll crash and out. And then they'll go loss-loss. Yeah, loss-loss in the finals. That's how they do it. Yeah, Eels love a loss-loss in the final. They love an LL. They love an LL. Um, but credit to them, they're looking all right. Yep. They're looking all right. Looking okay. You've got to give credit where credit's due, Eddie. That's and right. Where it's, where, where and I'll give it out. I'll give it out. Yeah. You get you get some love from me this week, Eels yeah. fans. You're looking okay. Raiders in the bin. They're in the bin at the moment, Raiders. So you know how we were saying, what does Ricky do? Does Ricky, does Ricky double down and go fucking hard and like yell and scream and yahoo? Or does he like, you know, show his gentle soft side? I think he went hard again. You think he's going to go hard again? I think he did. Oh, really? <laughs> That's why they lost. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. He went, well, that was it. He he fucking he dropped all these players, and then it's like, oh, you actually you you got beaten by the Cowboys because <laughs> you dropped everyone. You dropped everyone. What do you expect? <laughs> you dropped Soliola and Tarpane and Papali to the bench, and then you got run down by the Cowboys. Who look again? I don't mind the Cowboys being good. Or not good, that's a fucking exaggeration, but like getting some wins on the board. Mm. Because we want Brisbane to be the worst team in Queensland, right? Like that's the whole... That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. That's what we're here for. That's what we... That's what we. That's why half of us get out of bed. Yeah. Now, listen, that's the round of footy, Eddie, but we do also... And surprisingly, we didn't lead with it, but, you know, such is a manly 13 plus, but there was another sex tape. There was. Listen, we draw no uh, enjoyment from the releasing of sex tapes, but as we've said in times gone by, we will never circulate them. But if they find uh, their way across our desk, then we are incum- it's incumbent upon us to, to watch and review. Hmm. Now, the name... Have of the, watched, have reviewed. Have watched, have reviewed. The name, I think everyone knows who it is. We won't say who it is in the video, but everyone knows who it is, but it's not being spoken about. It's an Eels player. It's an Eels player. Getting into his work in a toilet cubicle. At the Stain. Oh, is it the Stain? It's at the Stain, yes. Nice. Yep. Great part of the world. It is a great part of the world. And look, I haven't chonged in the Stain toilets, 
but I'm, I mean, it's the stained toilets are a, a bold place to chong because they're sort of of the old school variety. So, like the door itself, if you were to measure it, I mean, it's probably not longer than a meter, maybe like high. Do you know what I mean? Yes. No, as in like oh, to measure right. it. So like un- there's a big gap underneath yeah. and there's a, you know, and they're the not top. that high, yeah, right? Yeah, right? So the door itself, not that long. You know the old school ones yeah, where yeah, the yeah. new school ones are like, you've got two and a half metres of door. It's from... Feel- Victorian high ceilings yeah, yeah. in the new Ceiling toilets. to floor. Yeah. It's not a Victoriana style. Yeah. It's like old Aussie. Old Aussie, yeah. Old Aussie pub style. It's old Aussie pub style. Balsa wood, sort of very thin. Yeah, very thin. Sometimes the locks are all gone. You've got to <coughs> put your foot up on the wall when you, the door yeah. you're taking a dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the fucking style. They're yeah. always really cold in there. They've yeah. got really... It's single-ply toilet paper. Single-ply toilet paper... It should be illegal in public toilets, but it's not. It's but not. But it's it's almost like half of the course in these places. Yes, right? no, one hundred percent it is, and it's like you basically have to make it. Yeah, multiple ply. Usually, usually missing the second seat. So you might, you might, you might like it. You, well, so some of them don't have any seats at all. Which, bro, that is. <laughs> Mental to me. I've gone to public toilets. Like, there's one in a park uh, where we used to play cricket, mm. and I'll have to get you know Sunday morning or whenever the fuck we play is it Sunday? Yeah, and you know the nature calls and it's not a wee. Let me just be honest. You need to sit down for this one, and then you get in there and you're like, oh, this is an ice cold metal bowl. Yeah, I'm not sitting on this. Mm. What do they want me to do? Like, at least provide a rope or something I can like <laughs> lean back off. If you're not going to give me a seat, what the fuck? And then I've got to go and like put a tree's worth of paper around this thing so I can sit on it. Mm. So if you're a pub, if you're an establishment and you have any toilets without seats, you should be sent to... No, but I think dickheads rip them off. Well, that's another story. You can't that's what I, I don't think they. I don't think they purposely because it's like every you know maybe tenth toilet or whatever has no has seat. no seat. But where I'm getting to is I don't. Most of them don't have the second seat. Yeah, this lady appears to be bent over the dunny, and I'm just asking myself: Is there a second seat, or, or is, is she just an open bar, or is she just like <laughs> she happy to just wrangle that thing? I mean, look at do, the do, look looking into an open bowl is a big day, isn't it? <laughs> Don't you reckon? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm thing, not. The whole I, thing, the toilet rooting is a big deal. I'd be like, have me against the door. I'm not, I'm yeah, not, I'm not putting not my head in the sunny. <laughs> Surely, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, you don't want to look over, you don't want to be breathing open bowl. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> While you're getting into your work. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's a bold choice from, 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 <laughs> from both of them to get in there and, in, you know, with such a, you're basically rooting behind, like, Thin Japanese paper walls. <laughs> yeah, and it's in not stain. Yeah, in the stain. And, you know, there's plenty of... You've only got to put your hand up this high to... Yeah. To catch a glimpse. Ca- well, and listen, the people filming are absolute pieces of shit. We <laughs> acknowledge that. But the player and the lady in question have done nothing wrong. I don't know if it's illegal to fuck in a, in a public toilet. Dior? Yeah, I think it is. When, when the article came out, I was doing a bit of Dioring and having sex in a public place is illegal. Okay, but like, but, you know, yeah, you'd get a fine. on the scale like, of like yeah, things exactly. done wrong, you know, yeah. whatever. Who nah. cares? What like, is the punishment? Is it a small fine? Yeah, yeah I a think fine. it's a small But the people... It, like, mate... If, you, do, you do need to be a little bit smarter if you're a footy player, though. Like, that's the thing where I'm like... You mate, but, deserve- mate, when he walks her in there, it's the stain, by the way. So, like, those toilets are never just empty. No, right? exactly. So you've got to go in there. There's probably 
I'm, I would say at a minimum there's going to be five or six blokes in there already. They're going to know exactly who the bloke just walked in is because he's pretty fucking, you know, he's yeah. known. He's known. And, oh, you got a girl. Oh, where are you going? Oh, okay. And then... They're either I, going for Red Bulls or... Yeah, and one could only assume that, you know, noises would indicate the latter. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It was a silly decision from this player in the... In the from current, both of them. Well, from both, of course. But, like, the, I've got nothing wrong with people fucking in a public toilet, right? Like, as in, do it. That's cool. I get it. You get a little horny at the club and, you know, so mm. you, you meet each other, you're young, you're, you're hot, mm. and, you know... you Suddenly you want to be bent over a toilet bowl. Suddenly you want to just get to work. Yeah. Bending over the toilet bowl is, you know, that's a personal preference. Mm. Make your own decisions when you're at the bowl. But... <laughs> That's a personal preference, but like I get, I don't. Do you reckon she put toilet paper down if if there wasn't a? Well, I'm seat? wondering whether it's a cistern job, whether it's like yeah. you put your arms up against the wall of the cistern rather than touching the actual fucking toilet. But you've seen the footage. Yeah, but it's quick. I don't. I didn't see any cistern work. So you think it's on the bowl? <laughs> I don't know if there's a second lid. Yeah, but you that's know the still to- bowl, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah the I think she's on down the- there or not. Like, you're I think still- she's on the bowl. <laughs> Christ. Well, look, good luck to both of them. Horrible experience for both of them. Some people film the people filming it uh, should be fucking punished, right? Like that's fucked up. But they also should be smarter about going and chonging in a toilet and this isn't victim blaming, but like it's a dumb thing to do. You you you're putting yourself in You're opening your, you're opening yourself up to a bloke who's had, you know, 50, rums. he's had four full 500 rums. And, and, he's, and might be young himself. He might be 18 and he's not, you know... Making smart decisions. He's not making smart decisions. Don't put your, don't put your life in his hands. Definitely don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he shouldn't have filmed it, but yeah, like... You should... It's, you're, it's also illegal to... You know, like, it's, it's, it is... That is surely built in. That risk of being filmed surely built into your decision. If it's not, yeah. you've, you've, you've also made a poor you've decision. You've also made a mistake there because you have to factor in the have very to. real possibility that a rummed-up 18-year-old, rightly or wrongly, definitely <laughs> wrongly, might try and film you two chonging. In the Aussie-style bathrooms. In the Aussie not the style, Victoriana style. Aussie-style bathroom, the fibro bathroom. Yeah, the fibro bathroom. Um, again... Open bowl, closed bowl, <laughs> your call. <laughs> that's a that's a personal preference that yeah. we cannot we can't judge, but personally I'd be not only a closed bowl, but probably facing the door. <laughs> did you hear about Will Chambers? What? Oh, Cham- yeah. He did actually call Gal. That was what was funny. You know how you said Oh yeah, he did. Because then- we were talking about it on the bloke podcast. We were like fucking mm. D or Dave said that he called Gal and they were like uh, Kempy was like, no fucking way that happened. And then he literally fucking said it on when he was interviewed by Danny Widler. He was like, yeah, you know, I wanted to get Gal's permission or blessing before I came to the club. So that was true. So that was true. Yeah. It is kind of weird. It is kind of weird, but I think it was because there was some beef or something, I think, at some point. Mm. But we, we rinsed him. We yeah. rinsed you, dude, on Bloke in a Bar. Me? Yeah. I haven't got up to that yet. That's fine. Thanks for that. I'm just saying we did rinse you because cool. we thought it was... Because we said it, then Kempi was like... I backed oh, you in, though, and then I was backed that. out. Yeah, we backed him in, and then we, he, Kempi was like, made us think... I'm he was so we, legit. He was, like, very convincing yeah. about it. We'll see if we can... He's like, why the fuck would he call someone who retired years ago to ask his permission? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and, and I'm and like, we like, yeah, Dave's a... Well, Dior head. doesn't usually lie, but then, then we sort of turned on you. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. right. But no. I mean, Gal <laughs> certainly not going to say no. Gal's like, Gal need knows that the club needs players. But Gal also, like, he's got a lot of power there, right? Oh yeah, well, man, he's like one of the all-time great sharks. Yeah. So I don't mind it from Chambers. No, you I know what I mean. Nice. Looking you know, for a bit of respect. Kiss the ring. Yeah, no. kiss the ring. But so Chambers had his first game back in New South Wales Cup this week yeah. for I think the Jets as yeah, the Sharks yeah, yeah. team. Do you see where he punched someone and got sent for ten? Oh my god! First game back. Dude, yeah. punch someone. Yeah, love that. That's what you want at your club, though, right? You want someone like him. You want a bit of mongrel. Yeah, Premier. You want player. a bit of mongrel. Experienced. Let me punch some people. Mm. Lower grades, who gives a fuck? He'll mm. punch some people and come back and play first grade. Knows how to get under people's skin. Yeah. Um, He's made a career out of it. Yeah. While we're on it, Chad Townsend signs with the Cowboys. Now, I think we said this on Campy's podcast as well. Great respect to Chad. Good on you, bro. Go get the bag. You know what I mean? Mm. Get the bag. But when you see him playing for the Sharks at the moment and the way the Sharks are going, are you not kind of going, feel the Cowboys, are you like, okay. I'm not if I'm the if I'm a Cowboys fan and I'm not having a crack at Chad. He's done everything that you can do in the game, sort of like he hasn't played Origin or shit, but like he's won a comp. I'm not excited in the slightest. But is it the idea to partner with Dearden, who's yeah. also not killing it? Yeah, but I think different system. Get an old hat in there who's sure. won a comp, who's done it. Sure, that's the perspective, I right? I get it. And there's a dearth of halves around. Are you? Excited? We dearthed up. If you, if we had Chad no, I'm not excited, Tom. No, I'm not excited. No offense to Chad. No, I'm not. So where does Scott Drinkwater go? If fullback, maybe fullback. He plays fullback sometimes, but Val's going all right, I think. Yeah, Val's going okay. And they also got the Hammer as well. That's like Hampton. No, Hammer so Tabuai. Oh, he's playing on the wing, isn't he? Hammer? Well, he was, yeah. Mm. But I mean, I mean, you don't get rid of the Hammer If if they push Val to the wing. That's Val and Kyle Felt. You probably the hammer going to the centers. The the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, the Cowboys need to fucking roll the dice on some halves, right? Like Tommy did, and although not going great at the Broncos, is in a shit system. And, you know, Tommy did and is talked up in some circles. And there isn't, there's no fucking halves running around. Not that I know of. Tommy Dearden's the only other half young Mm. that I've really heard of other than Walker, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you ask yourself, maybe, maybe you sign him short term. You sign him short term. Yeah. Don't blow the fucking kitty wide open. Get him into the system. See if Chad can work some of his Chad magic. Yeah, sprinkle a little Chad onto Tommy. Sprinkle Dean. a bit of Chad on him, and 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 get him to a point, and then you and then Chad goes and wins a man of steel. I like that for Chad. I like a man of steel for Chad. I'm telling you right now, Chad's got a man of steel in him. Yeah, he's definitely got a man of steel in him. It's whether he wants to go to England because now he's going to the humid. North Queensland environment. He could go to Catalans. Could go to Catalans with a man of steel. That's a nice that's a nice fucking cherry on top of a career. It is. Good that's, luck. That's him. that's a nice bow. I think I saw on the NRL Rose the Buzz tweeted hearing Tommy Dearden signed at the Cows. Mm. So the Broncos are nowhere then. Yeah. Well they got Croft. Um, and Croft, if they if they keep if they keep Stags, Stags will play five eight. Croft will play seven, I believe. And they've also got a million dollar player in Milford playing reserve grade. And they got Carmichael Hunt. That's and they got Carmichael. Well. I love Carmichael Hunt back in the side. So what happened? What happened with uh, Stags and Titans? Titans. The parent they've gone a little cold. I think that could be because well, they pulled their offer. Apparently. Oh, this finger's getting infected. Um, yeah, Staggs has been videoed like getting drunk somewhere, so he's in a bit of trouble. So I think they're a bit like, 
Like this bloke's a bit of a yahoo. I think they're just saying, like, we're going to wait and see how this drunken video plays out before we start trying to sign you, bro. Interesting. Mm. Go Manly. Go Manly. Manly 13 plus against Penrith. Sorry, Penrith. It's happening. Too many omens. Dude, this fucking finger's getting a little bit... We don't want to get it. We don't want to lose a finger. You know Time what I mean? for fucks. What happened? What's that from? I was cutting my hair. Oh, yeah, you said. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's not good. Eddie, don't fucking underestimate it. It's getting a little swollen, bro. Look at that. That dude, a little swollen there. Mate, are you being, <laughs> you've been fucking very over the top. Um, Edward. Yes. Huge week in the world of Biff's. We had the fight of the century last week. Gal, Gal, Gallon. Yep. Against Lucas, Big Daddy, Sloppy Brown. Yeah, Sloppy, Sloppy Slop Daddy Brown. Brown. Yeah. Uh, fight of the century. Mm. It was very exciting. I watched it. You know, you go into these things not knowing what the fuck to expect. I think I put f- a little bit of money on Big Daddy first round KO. I just sort of thought, fuck it. Who knows? Professional boxer. Gal, not a professional boxer. Gal comes out, talking up all the preamble to the fight. I'm not, I don't have knockout power. I'll just punch him on, like, beat the fuck out of him on points. Only six rounds, I think it was. Mm. Knocks Big Daddy out first round. Mm. Uh, again, what do we take from this? Anything? Probably not. All the yarn was that Big Daddy didn't even fucking train. Took Gal lightly. Gal obviously should not be taken lightly as a professional athlete who is fucking jacked beyond his belief. Like, he's always been fucking good, right? Big Daddy Brown, it looked like he didn't know how to box, though. He looked, he looked... Well, once he got hit, he didn't. I mean, he's, he was the start. He looked like a boxer. And then Gal just fucking crunched him on the side of the head. But I, I just... I still can't wrap my head around this. Hey, you can be a world champion. Or let strip, though, in fairness. But, like, did win the damn thing. And then getting knocked out in fucking one round by a Paul Gallen. Like, Paul Gallen can throw. Yeah. Make no mistake. But it does... You know, I look at it and I go, that's fucking interesting. I think that even, like, when you, they talk about Big Daddy, they're like, he's a brawler more than a boxer. So, like, he can box. I think he's, like, fundamentally proficient. Mm. But he is much more like a fucking swing wildly clip you. Mm. But his chin's gone. His chin's dead. I don't know if he ever had a chin, but his chin's gone. It's not there now. No. That's what we do know. And that was just embarrassing for him. Good for Gal. Well done. But it does open interesting questions about, you know, the state of Australian boxing. Some would argue that it's never been in a better place. I think it's never been in a better place. I would agree with that sentiment. It's on everyone's lips. Rugby league, sorry, boxing in Australia is never doing better than when an ex-league is at the tippy top of the sport. Yep. Think back to the mundane years. Now, people could go, what about Costa Zoo, all that shit? Look, the mundane years were my glory years. Yeah, and Costa was the king. I love Costa. But he was, he was no Anthony Mundine. He was no Anthony Mundine. <laughs> Anthony Mundine put the sport on the map in this country yeah. from a pay-per-view perspective. Jeff Fennick played for South. There you go. There you go. The Mountville Mauler? Yeah. That's him. That, see, rugby league. And boxing. And boxing. Hand hand. Go, they go Dude, hand in hand. Who's no limit boxing? George Rose and the Rose Brothers. They're the biggest promotion in Australian boxing right now. They, see what, say what we mean? So... The best thing for boxing is actually rugby league. Rugby league and Paul Gallon doing the damn thing and doing it well. Great for the great for the sport. Now, where do we go to from here? Important questions, questions that need answering. I've got a couple of 
I've got one wish list item. Yep. Like an ultimate dream. Yep. Obviously, it's Sonny Bill Williams. Well, it's rugby league v rugby league in boxing. Stray versus New Zealand. Yeah. Um, Sonny, a big fucking Hulk, gorgeous man. Would not go into this thing sloppy. No. He'd go in jacked. He's training now. Like He'd go training. in fucking rips beyond belief. This will, if they fight, it will probably be the biggest fight in Australia. It would be, easily. Easily. Sonny moves the needle. Fucking oath, he moves my needle. <laughs> Let alone the nation's needle. You know what I mean? He's, he moves the nation's needle, especially yeah. shirtless. Then you get the women on board as well. Well, yeah, then you're moving needles and whatever the equivalent is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there is an equivalent. There is an equivalent. We won't get into it because <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is and it's probably inappropriate. But Sonny moves them. Sonny sends blood to loins. There you yes. go. Yes. Sends blood rushing to loins across the nation, especially shirtless. Gal, not a loin... Tickler, you know, physically, like, to look at. No. But, you know, he's a big, rough and tumble sort of guy. Well, he is to some people. Some people like that, you know. Yeah, it's true. Stocky, tough, uncompromising yeah, rugby like league. rough with. head, rugby league head, serious mm. rugby league head on him. Some people love rugby league That's head. That's true. That's true. I love a rugby league head. I do love it, truthfully. Not the point. Sonny and uh, Gal, heavyweight, it'd be... Fucking humongous, and it would be good. And I think a lot of Australian boxing purists are like, "Fuck, this is so bad for boxing." It's like, no, dude, no, it's actually no good. one actually cares about you guys. Hey, hey, no one cares unless you need unless you need us to care. So you need rugby league players rise up through the ranks and be good. If you're good and you're taking on the world beaters, look what Jeff the Hornet Horn, the household name, Mister Mister Personality, mm. person, you know, personality personified, did. Fought Manny Pacquiao, we cared about boxing for one day. And then he stopped being good, and so we had to turn back to rugby league. The yeah. thing that's tried, true, and, you know. It's tested. Tested. And it delivers yeah. in spades. Now, would Tom and I be there ringside in furs? Yes. That's still a goal of ours, is to go to a boxing match. No limit boxing. If anyone from there listens, please reach out. We need ringside seats to... Because we can't wear furs in the stands, it wouldn't work. No, we need to be ringside in fur. Like I know, can be like last row, but I have to be ringside. No, I need to be ringside. I need to be the front row ringside in a fucking. It's not going to be front. Row. It's not going to be front row. I don't think you ask. We'd, we would, you but, ask. but we'd take fifth row. We ask for ringside, <laughs> front row, fur coats, tur- fur hats, <laughs> rumble in the jungle sort of shit. I don't know if they wore fur in those ones, but you know, there's nineteen. No, it's it's American like, gangster. Yeah, American gangster. Yeah. Ringside with canes. Yes, with canes. And glasses on inside because I'll be so anxious about how I'm looking and people staring at me. (laughs) (laughs) But we will do it. But we will do it. um, The other alternative being thrown up is Justice Honey of Australian heavyweight boxing fame. Yeah. I love that as well, that the heavyweight champ is the touted and odds-on favourite to be the next... Gal, gal opponent. opponent. Like and gal's fighting for the heavyweight title of the country <laughs> is terrific. I would love for gal to be the Australian heavyweight champion. Love it. Could you do a Google there for us? Dior, did Hopewadi <laughs> ever win the Australian heavyweight champion? I thought he was. Again, that's ridiculous. No bro. way. I was just looking before. Sunny Bill was the New Zealand heavyweight champion for a yes. Minute. That's um, funny. Did he vacate? I think he might have. Well, yeah, he's never lost. Hopuade also became the Australian heavyweight boxing champion. There you go. Wow. There you go. Rugby league. Rugby league. Such an affinity with the sport. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're asking me to bet every single cent I have and my nuts, I bet you Justice Honey played some junior rugby league. 
<laughs> I bet you Justice was a fucking weapon in the lower grades. But then he realised... Type in Justice Honey Rugby League. Junior Rugby League. Well, so on his Wikipedia, he was born in Brisbane, mixed backgrounds, including Tongan and Samoan heritage. I mean... Yeah. Oh, well, yep. Even on his Wikipedia page, he played for the South Sunnybank Magpies. Thank you. Gave away the sport at eight to pursue a career in boxing. (laughs) Eight. Eight. (laughs) (laughs) You could throw hands at eight years old. Bro, at eight years old, they can already see that he can punch. But also, if you're giving up the sport at age eight, you're obviously ta- like a very highly touted junior. Yes. And yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? Like, if I stopped, I stopped playing cricket, uh, well, like I, didn't, I stopped playing cricket at 12. I didn't give up. Like his local newspaper, there'd probably be an article being right, like, yeah. Justice picks boxing. Yes. You know what I mean? And also, like, if you're called Justice Honey, then you are definitely going to excel in some sport. It's just about picking which one it is. So at eight, you do have to give some away. That's right. But did like rugby league... Of course. The connection remains. The connection remains there. South Sunnybank, we knew it. Um, so that's that. So Gal either fighting for the heavyweight title of the nation or fighting Sunnybank. For the Williams. biggest fight in yeah. Australian for boxing For the rugby history. league heavyweight belt. Yes. Heavyweight champion of rugby league. Um, but on to other biffs. UFC 261 yesterday. Three hot title fights that we will get to. But my God, Eddie, did you see Chris Weidman's leg just snap in half? When he kicked Raya Hall, first strike of the fight thrown, it was disgusting. But goes for the leg kick and then goes to put his foot down. And oh, did he see? I didn't watch that. Oh, yeah, bro, he didn't even know it happened. No, no, he, no, he didn't know. Stand up on his foot. No, he didn't. He, he went for a there. kick, was checked, and then went to put his foot back down. And it bent, and it went. Uh, see, I was. It watching was. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked. I saw the. So I was watching at the pub. And I heard everyone scream, and then I looked over, and it was Uriah Hall. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, 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 listen. So I saw Uriah Hall standing there, and I'm like, oh, fuck, the fight's already over. And then they weren't showing the replay, and I was like, show the fucking replay. How'd this fight end? And then they did, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And so I just saw the leg snap around the leg, and I was like, well, I'm not watching another second of this. So I didn't see him step back, and the leg collapsed under him. Bro, but he couldn't even step back on the bottom of his foot. Like, he stepped, and, like, his shin must have hit the ground first. And you could see it, because he didn't even notice it. Did the bone come out? No, I don't think. But you could see, because he didn't know, and you could see as he's... Leg just crumbled, himself realising, oh, my God, I've just destroyed Snapped my, my fucking leg. leg. And what's crazy is that he did, Anderson Silva did the exact same thing to him uh, in a title fight a while back, and then now he's fucking had it. Mm. Like, that is disgusting. Bro. You know, none of those fights yesterday went to the full time? Not one, yeah. Not it one, was like yeah. the quickest, it was one of the quickest pay-per-views yeah. ever. Mate. I still can't get over that. I think that is just sickening, sickening, sickening. so troubling. Bracey was almost throwing up. Bracey's like not into. Oh, he hates it. He's not an MMA fan at all, and he's like, dude, he I thinks think. it's too barbaric. The first thing he saw was Jimmy Crute's leg. So Jimmy Crute, the Aussie, got uh, Anthony Smith kicked him in the back of the knee, and his whole leg went numb. Mm. So he stepped back after being kicked, and his leg was numb. So he's collapsed. Managed to wrestle Jim. Uh, uh, Anthony Smith and like wrestled out the round then was walking back to his stool and just kept collapsing under his legs sitting down and he's like ankles rolling under him and shit and he's like couldn't do anything then he goes and stands out for the second round and goes to walk to the center of the ring and he's like it looks like his leg is completely numb like he keeps collapsing under it and he's like let's fucking go let's fucking go and the, the rest like nah bro we're calling this one off mm. so Bracey sees that and he's like that was fucking disgusting I'm going to get a beer he's like what is this sport and then the next one is fucking Weidman's leg wrapping around Uriah <laughs> Franklin. He's just like, 
I can't do this. I'm like, I'm pissing myself and it breaks like almost in tears. <laughs> it's like, in fairness though, like the thing, those things that he saw mm. were like the worst. They're possible, horrific. They're the worst possible parts. Like no one enjoys that, right? No, no one's enjoying seeing uh, Weidman's leg, you know, wrap around it like a fucking. No, no, no. No. You know what I mean? No. But he doesn't get it. That's fine. Um, but anyway, the title fights, Valentin Shevchenko, round two stoppage of Jessica Andrade. Did I pick it? Yeah. Can't wait to see what that does to me. Uh, leaderboard on the old about even. But pick that. Rose Namajunas, though, against Zhang Weili. That was the one. That was the first one that really wowed me because mm. Zhang, Chinese champion, communist, as Michael said, again, on about even. Rose, Lithuanian-American, hates communism. But Zhang Weili, I was like, she just looks unstoppable. That fight with, with uh, Joanna a couple of years oh, ago yeah. where it was just like, you know, just a weapon. And then Rose just head kicks the fuck out of her in the first She's round. a little fucking weapon, bro. Dude, it was beautiful. Again, barbaric sport, but like beautiful high kick just Technique. smacked her in the face. Technique, dude. Elite. Elite. We then moved to the main event, the big mama jamma, which was Jorge and Kamaru. Usman. Kamaru Usman, Jorge Masvidal. Kamaru hasn't been beaten uh, in the UFC. And hard to see him getting beaten. Dude, but he's just like he's a wrestling background, right? Like he's a wrestler. He and he's is now, a beast. He's now like he's the, his last two or three wins have been striking, and he, um, he like Rogan was, or I think was saying like to see us to see like uh, an elite seasoned veteran getting still getting better in to the degrees with which he's getting better is crazy. Like he's saying that usually you see, um. Young, good young fighters make these massive gains in between fights because they're young and they're learning all this shit. But they're like, he's like, to see how much better his striking just keeps getting mm. is uh, crazy. He's being talked about as the greatest welterweight of all time, starting to get up in that greatest fighter of all time conversation. But he knocked Jorge out, never been knocked out in his career, Jorge. With just one of the most savage one punch KO. There's a great photo of it where it's just like he's been the hit. Spray? And a spray. Mm. The he's spray everywhere. going is sick. Can you get on uh, the Instagram, get on Hello Sport Instagram and go to the saved area because it's like a crowd video? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so sick. I saw it when we had a little toilet break before. I don't know where the saved area is. Go up into like the home, like the. Uh, the Hello Sport page. Yeah. You go up to the top right with those three lines. Yep. Down to saved. Oh, yep. Yep. It's that first video Do I spend heaps of time on here? Not really. Well, I mean, I don't think you're going to spend heaps of time on here. Oh! Oh, bro! Oh. That's fucked up. Oh, bro, the way he just folds him, he just like, he just completely collapses. And then he's, but he's on him, beating the shit out but of him. Yeah, oh, dude, that was the thing. He got like five fucking punches in. Mate. Mate, yeah, and to your point, Masvidal tough as fucking nails, never been knocked out. And just got folded, bro. How heavy is welterweight? 76? Uh, 170. Oh, so like kilos? Yeah. What's, what's 170 pounds in kilos, Dave? 170 pounds, kilos, uh, 77 kilos. See, I'm, I'm, I'm like, that's not even my division. No. And I look at Osman and I'm like, what would you do to me? 
He'd absolutely eat you. What alive. would what would be done to my body? Yeah, and we're like kilos heavier. I'm actually middleweight. Yeah, but then I guess if you're in full fight camp mode, you get down. You might get down there. I'd be. I reckon I'd get. Oh, because I'd cut down. Cut. I'd cut down. Like me, so, I'm I would like, be at Usman potentially. But that's a fuck. That's I'd, eight kilos. I'd, I'd have to cut eight kilos. I'd be fighting like Adesanya, maybe. Whitaker. Whitaker. <laughs> oh, oh bros. Fuck that, mate. I don't know if I could cut eight kilos though to get down to seventy six. See, I could definitely. I've got a few kilos to cut. I'm like a hundred. <laughs> yeah. You're like a hundred, or you are a hundred. I'm like a buck. Are you a buck? I'm a buck and maybe bucko two. Are you a buck two? I don't weigh myself regularly, but I've certainly cracked a hundred. So you're actually heavyweight. Right now I am. Yeah, right now I'm fighting fucking. I don't know if you're cutting. What are you cutting down a middleweight? I think you're light heavy. You're John Jones, bro. Well, what's two hundred five in kilos? Because if you think about how, like, I could definitely fucking afford to, but I guess it also gets some muscle. You get, you could get down to ninety, low nineties. You'd be 90, light heavy, ninety-two. Is two okay, so light heavy. I'd be probably light heavy. John Jones, <laughs> Jan Blahovic. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, I hope that puts it into context for those playing a lot at home. Yeah. Uh, any, it was just a fucking, but it was also first time UFC had full crowd back. Yeah. Much better. Cool, dude. It was cool. It was it was wild. And to have that KO that Kamara did to finish the night was just like... The crowd was going fucking mental. I love being at the... It is quite fun to watch those events at the pub, like, where everyone's just... Get, like just Atmosphere. Going, yeah, the atmosphere's great. They love it down there. Except when you get the dead shits with spacer ears who are trying to, like, start shit. Who ruined the vibe. Yeah, ruined the vibe. Never nice. Puffed out, scrawny little dead shits in like... Don't be that guy. Hoodies and fucking Lucy lobes. Don't be that guy. Which is a weird fucking... Be better. Be better. Space rearings are a big day. That's Biff's though, I think, Eddie. Yep. Um, nothing else in the way of sport. Is it dribble time? It's time to dribble, bro. Uh, okay. So, time for some dribbles. Before we actually dribble full on, we got sent... Um, we got sent one, an inbox dribble by our lawyer, Izzy Carey, lawyer to the stars, Edward. Yes. Boys, quick question, or a quick would you rather, sorry. Mm. Um, would you prefer to see your team win on a Thursday or Friday evening that'll put you in a good mood for the weekend or come in and take a win on a Sunday uh, to help finish off a week out, like so you bounced out? Would you prefer to have the win that sets you off on a rocket ship to the weekend or a Sunday, you know, tonic for a bounce out? Probably a Sunday tonic. I, because like, I'm not going to, you know, if I lose going to the weekend, I'm going to have the shits, right? But like, if I win, it's not going to really stop me sending it anyway. Well, that's sort of more it, right? Do you know what I mean? Well, it's a Thursday. I don't need a win to send it. No. But and it's not going to enhance the send no, really at all. It's but be... Sunday afternoon, four o'clock on the couch, horizontal. Yeah, Sad. got a crazy feed, and I'm watching Champagne Rugby League like I did on the weekend, and we get the W. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, and I will say this: if you get a loss on a Sunday, that is the worst possible end to a weekend. Like, if you're hung, you've had a great couple of days, you're feeling bad, sorry for yourself, you bounced out, and then your team gets pumped. If you're a Tigers supporter, yesterday would have been hell. Or a Dragon supporter. Or a Dragon supporter. 4 p.m. 
and the Anzac Day time slot. You've had a huge Friday, a huge Saturday. You know, you're, you're, you're paying your respects Sunday, Anzac Day, and then your team goes out and gets fucking walloped. Tigers were up 6-0. They had a second to be like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, we're on. Oh, no, 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 we're not. Oh, Tommy Sue again. Cherry Evans scores two tries in a row. Oh, Ooh. Tommy Sue. Oh, shit. Is Cherry oh, Evans Tommy scoring another tr- is, he, oh. is Cherry scoring oh, Tommy try? Oh, no, he gave oh. it to, to oh. Power. To Power's. Shoes to three. Oh. 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 They're front rows. Go over again. Runaway oh. Try- oh. tries. Oh, Kenneth Ryan's three. Oh. Oh. oh, shit. Jason Saab's learning to fall out. Oh, my God. Oh. We're oh, fucked. dear. So, in answer to his question, a Sunday win. Much better for the soul because you need it more. I yep. need a win on Sunday more than I need a win on Thursday or Friday. And but, plus, if you're out sending it, you you may not be in front of a telly. But high risk, high reward. Yeah. So, like, if you lose, obviously, it's, it can have lasting hard. impacts that you may not get over for another recover. seven days. Yeah, you may never recover. Tom, Eddie, Dior, P's and D's. Uh, it's the Dior dribbler here. Uh, well done last week with your answer. Dior to the Dior dribble. It was Mark Sargent that scored the last hat trick as a front roller. Pretty quick too. Um, a nice little self back pat there too, just by throwing in who the last back roll was to score a hattie. Um, I realised last week listening to the potty that it probably would be easier if I did a quick double dribble with the answer, which I will do this week when I ask the question. I generally disagree with double dribbling however in this case I'm hoping that a second dribble of about two seconds is okay if it's not just I'm going to go and fuck myself and I'll be gone but anyway this question this week for you Dior how many regular season games did Manly lose in 1995 (laughs) (laughs) I reckon I could get this quicker than Dior could though okay well, okay, you've already just started typing, bro. So, and I don't have a computer in front of me. Got to unlock my phone, get to the fucking. You reckon you'd bro. be quicker? Because I just know how I'd word it, trying to find it. You're not very good at googling. No, well, no, I've not. got it. So. You've got it. Okay, what is it? Uh, they lost two regular season games. Ooh. Do you know what they finished on the ladder in '95? And yeah. they lost two regular season games. They probably finished first. They did. Yes. Yeah. Well, they won the comp in '96. So, I've got the jersey from '96. There you go. Uh, all right, Dior. That was pretty good. That was a pretty Not quick bad. Dioring. It wasn't too hard. Should no. we hear the answer? Let's just make Shh. sure I've got it right. I think yeah. we know the answer. The answer? Just two. There you go. There you go. And as I said, if the double dribble is not okay, I will genuinely go and fuck myself. No, I think it's all right. You don't need to no, go that was fine. You didn't, need to, you didn't need to add that. No. You didn't need to add that. It's fine. Let's move on. Dior, well, he keeps you quick every week. I like that. Yeah, I like that as well. We should almost do his one at the start of the show, just get Dior's fingers Yeah, working. yeah, yeah. Get his, that's, well, that's a good point. I like that. Tom, Eddie, Dior, P's and D's. Uh, it's the Dior dribbler here. Uh, well done last week. Uh, so Dave's playing the same dribble twice the there. Oh, is that about, was, is you just talking to yourself up? No, that was my bad. It's not fucking Dior hour, mate. No, it isn't. Bloody. Gilda, boys, Tommy Content, Edith Eagle, Dior Dave, punters and dribblers. Uh, this is a New Zealand dribbler here. Coming to you live from uh, Papamoa, New Zealand. I uh, just wanted to reach out and um, say after a massive weekend for both Manly and the Warriors, um, what are your guys' thoughts on um, the grand final matchup um, between those two great clubs? 
Uh, anyone that comes to say that either need to merge is just absolutely ridiculous. But uh, yeah, just obviously um, having Tommy Turbo back in that 40 plus point swing uh, was just next level. And um, I can only imagine the same that word has come out that Stacey Jones might actually come out of retirement. Um, see if he has that same effect on the Warriors would be absolutely fantastic. Him and RTS, I just see a combination that would, you know. <laughs> two of the greatest warriors of all time um you know combining for some absolute magic uh, i see some beauty in that i think what better time than now um to you know reignite the flame and the warriors where you know the whole country can get behind them and you know that big grand final run i can um i can feel that premiership you know that that feeling um in the lower areas of the body um it's just absolutely sensational that tingling feeling but yeah um boys obviously uh big week for both teams but um just want to get your thoughts and how you see that grand final matchup of manly v the warriors um playing out cheers lads go well go hard grand final warriors soon your beauty i think to go like 2011 yeah I mean, what Manly Warriors again in the grand final? Like I'm saying, how would it, how would it go? Yeah, I'm like, it'd that. be like it'd be a it'd, fucking it'd, bloodbath. <laughs> it'd be a fucking bloodbath. How old Stacey Jones? I'd say he would be 43 years old. I was going to say 42. Funnily enough, 44. There you go, Eddie. We're pretty much fucking bang on. We're bang on today. Um, bringing back a 44-year-old Stacey Jones to compete with arguably the greatest rugby league talent of all time in Tommy T. Makes no sense whatsoever. No. Like, I get what you're saying. I get the whole nostalgia thing. I get that Stacey's a champion of the club. I, I get all that. Yeah. But if you're, if you're legitimately looking for Ws in a Stacey-RTS combination when Stacey's 44, I just, I can't see that ending well for you. No, but that's all right. That's cool. With all due respect. Hey, I tell you what I, was, what I appreciate more. A Kiwi accent in the dribbles. Can I just say, I don't know where, did he call off like the top of like a perfect, like, oh, like a perfect, no. Like, no, like perfect reception. Yeah. That was the cleanest audio we've ever had. Because he recorded it and sent it in an email. There he didn't go. call up there the thing. Oh, yeah. But he lives overseas, so that he's, that's allowed. Yeah, that is yeah. complete. But I was going to say, are there, is their phone reception just like fucking outrageous? In New Zealand, they got everything else right. We were wrong. We were wrong. He just recorded it and sent it in. Still, yeah. though, good recording. Good really audio. good recording. I feel Is like he had his own professional Professional mics. mic. That's not just onto a phone. No way. That's too crisp. No, that was crispy. That was really crispy. Pleasure, pleasure to listen to. Crispy dribbler. Crispy dribbler. <laughs> the crispacious dribbler. Well, no. No. We can't. No, he's not no. the crispacious dribbler. He's the crispy. Crispy, crispy. audio dribbler. Crispy audio dribbler. Yeah, yeah perfect. CA dribbler. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Tom, Eddie, Dior... It's the Kicking Tea Dribbler. Uh, boys, firstly, just thanks for getting Nathan Cleary on Swish. Um, I, uh, I really enjoyed that. Thought um, you would. Boys, I've got a bit of a story for you. Um, I've been hit up by what I believe is a dribblet um, on a certain dating app. Uh, this happens. Now, her opening line to me was, are you the Kicking Tea Dribbler? <laughs> uh, of which I am. Uh, I'd hate to embarrass the poor girl, um, so I won't say her name. But in, instead, I thought, you know, why not bring the whole story to the hotline? Um, and so I've written a poem uh, for the occasion, uh, which I'd like to recite for you now. I love this. <clears throat> I was bounced out on a Sunday looking for something to binge. Nothing took my fancy, so I jumped onto Hinge. You hit me up asking, was I of kicking tea dribble fame? 
Ghost, which I must admit, you can call me by that name. I don't know heaps about love. I just know lots about peas. My parents never taught me much about the birds and the bees. But how about a picnic? Some red wine for you and me. We'll take the sharpshooter down to the oval and put the seed in on the tea. <laughs> and if the dribble is good and you can slot it between the posts, then we'll have a big dribbler wedding. Tom and Eddie can be the hosts. And Dior can play in the band and Kendrick's not fucking invited. <laughs> a true rugby league romance will blossom. All the P's and D's will be delighted. Thanks very much, boys. Love and they say romance is dead. And they say romance is dead. We're bringing together dribblers and dribblets on hinge of all places. And that poem, I mean, that just sort of takes it to another level. I don't know if you can send audio on hinge or not, but that he writes well. He writes very well. He always has. I've always enjoyed his posts. The kicking tea dribbler is without doubt one of our more famous um, contributors, but. I didn't. I don't even know what he looks like. So it's amazing that he's been found on Hinge. Well, obviously, you, but you probably haven't bothered clicking on his profile. That's a great point. I haven't. How? I unless he's got kicking T dribbler in his Hinge in his, name, which would be which great. I wouldn't rule out. Can I would you, not rule that can out. You get to Hinge just on your. This is making me sound like a little bit old, but obviously I've been. Oh, are you on Hinge? Yeah, of course I'm on Hinge. Fuck yeah, do you? See, well, so no, change your change your thing to to men. Or can you search and men? see if you can find kicking teacher bar? No, but because he would have to be on men as well. Uh, He'd have to be on looking. It would both have to be. Both have to be well. Men. Just switch it to men. I don't even know where the kicking tea dribbler <laughs> lives. It's already on men. <laughs> um, do you get hit up? Not for being D or Dave. You don't. No. Put it in your name. I've, maybe I should. That's where so is fun. kicking tea dribbler from Sydney? I'm trying to figure out where the dribblets are that are you know. I don't know. I tell you what's hinge. crazy is again been with Steph for fucking what. 13 years-ish, I think. Well, there were some off years. Yeah, but like the dating apps weren't around in those off years. They hadn't been around yet. But just the idea that on a Sunday, you know, there's nothing on. I'm just going to go onto Hinge and like guys and girls can just go and like trawl through potential suitors is like mind-blowing to me in the sense that, not mind-blowing, like obviously it's been around for a while, but just like. You I feel f- like I've missed a very crucial part of young people's living. I'm not like, I don't yearn for it. I'm just like, fuck, what a wild thing to not experience. And that's like what everyone, you're the same. Yeah, I haven't done digital courting. No, never. We're like, analog. The, like the liking of photos and yeah. like sliding into dams and shit. I'm no, analog as fuck. We're analog lovers, dude. We are, dude. Old fashioned way. Yeah. At the pub, yeah. on the Red Bull. That's it. Analog lovers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And we, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I like I'm that. an analog lover. I like that. I'm on, yeah, but I am out. just interested in the experience of digital love, you know what I mean? So am I. Yeah. Massively. But. Happy to be an analog lover. Happy, happy to, to be. Happy, to be, happy to be, yeah. Yeah, good old-fashioned skin to skin, to skin. Skin to skin, that's right. Toilet stall stuff. Exactly, <laughs> dude. You don't get toilet stall love. Well, I mean, you kind of do. But well, you, you do. Only, but you only get that at the pub, right? Mm. You're not. No one's meeting up to fuck in a toilet if you on meet on Hinge. Oh, maybe they are. <laughs> True. What do I know? What do you know? I'm a, I'm a washed up analog lover. I got no idea. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know shit. No, mate. The world's changing. Yeah, and it's leaving, it's leaving us behind. Yeah, save that drill. Mm. Yeah, save that for sure. G'day, boys. Uh, Sully here uh, of 
creepily stalking Eddie through the Bridge Street Precinct fame. Through the what? Uh, Bridge Street Precinct. Sudden and tragic retirement of Trent Merrin. Bridge Street Prince. Precinct. Stalked me. Yeah, so he's obviously been following you around. (laughs) Sudden and tragic retirement of Trent Merrin. I'd just like to shout him out for being a man with a rugby league side piece so unbelievably out of his league that it created the phrase of punching Merrin's. So, Vale Trent. uh, So far out at Vale Les as well. Good man. Uh, Cheers, please. See you soon. I think that needed to be said. Yep, I think so. We, we'd we'd uh, we, we'd forgotten, but it was a good point. Look, Trent no longer on the tip of of the pu- lips of the punter and the dribbler. No longer th- on the tip of the rugby league tongue. I think because he know he himself is no longer punching Trent Marins. No, as soon as that ended, Trent's career almost ended. It did with the ending of that relationship. In some ways, it did. Mm. Yep, and that's fine. That's what happens. But Trent's retired now. He's caught. He's pulled up stumps. But he does leave an indelible legacy on the game of rugby league and the code, and that is no. Well, it's in society at large. At large, you know what I mean. Yeah, Sally Fergus, Sally Fitzgibbon, sorry, uh, of elite female Australian surfer fame, um, was also was at one point in a relationship with Trent. Mm. Sadly, that's part. They've parted ways. That is what happens in this life. Parted ways many years ago. Many years ago, Trent's gone on wife and kids now. Sally gone on to still not win a world title, but she's obviously still elite. Couple of seconds. Couple of seconds. Oh, I don't even know if she's finished second. She had a heartbreaking third a couple of years ago where she had it like home and hose. I think she went out in the first round. Yipsville. Yipsville. Uh, Anyway, not the point. Shout out Trent Merrin. Congratulations on a great career. Congratulations on punching Merrin's. It's now punching arrows though because Jai Arrows (laughs) misses is the hottest thing on planet Earth. After my wife. Let's move on. And yours. Not married yet, but I get your point. You get it though, right? Yep. Just covering bases. Yep. Jio also better looking. Than better Trent. looking than Trent. Yeah. So there I said it. Sorry, Trent. Sorry, Trent. It's true. Jai much better looking. <laughs> there we said it. Tom, Eddie, Dio, Dave, punters, and the dribblers. Mm. This is the Swazi dribbler here. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. Listen, um, previous podcast, you're talking about Stephen Bradbury of uh, winter gold medal fame and and sink style frosted tip fame. Yeah. Got me thinking about how him himself, the great man, has had his name uh, put into the Australian lexicon. That is doing a Bradbury. Doing a Bradbury, getting something that you don't quite deserve or basically <laughs> winning by default. Got me thinking, are there any other athlete or non-athlete people in Australia, the great nation, who have a similar thing where their name has been used to describe something? And if not, are there any other people, athlete or non-athlete, who you think could be used as their name to describe something? I'm thinking of he's done a falau. If you, uh, you know, hurt the feelings or discriminate against a minority, or perhaps if someone nails something incredibly clutch, he's done a cherry, or he's really cherried that. Mm, I like you that. You know, whether you know he's sunk a paper into a waste paper basket from ten meters away, something along those lines. Oh, he's really gone and cherried that. Jerry. Love to hear your thoughts, boys, on uh, yeah, any other potential names floating around. Cheers, lads. First and foremost, Kobe owns paper into bins. Like, that's always going to be Kobe. Look, it will always be Kobe, but I'm saying if you wanted to put an Australian spin on it, I'm happy yeah. for you to say, Cherry. There was another one that I, that is like, obviously everyone knows, uses Marcus Baghdadis. Yes. Correct. Marcus now, 
forevermore associated with cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> like it or like it or not, that's just because people say getting on the market. Yes. Cutting it short. Yeah. Exactly. So that's one. Uh, not Australian, but it is a Marcus. Um, as we said, well, it's sport. Punching Merrins. We just had that one there. Um, yep. I can't think of any other ones that come to mind. Uh, Timmy Cahill was one, wasn't it? When you do a header. Mm. Timmy Cahill. <laughs> I don't think that was a thing. I think it was when it was 2006 World Cup. Fucking Cahill. Are you kidding me? But you so say, what you, when you did a header, you yelled at Cahill. Well, I never did a header. So unfortunately, I never. I don't did think anyone did that. No, nah, I think people so. used to run and punch the fucking flag post, but no one was screaming out "Cool!" I don't think. Uh, I disagree because I did. We'd fucking. You, know. you just said you didn't. Yeah, but I used to say it. Timmy Gale. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did Went around 2006. I'm telling you, I did. Don't you? I didn't even know you in 2006. Bro. You used to run around going, Timmy Gale. You knew me. I didn't know you. I didn't know you existed. I thought you were fucking Jack Keeping. Shout out. Jack Keeping sent us wine, and I, it was picked up, sent it to my house. And you drank it? No, no, no. Sent to our house. Uh, either my mother or mother-in-law or Steph took it, and I didn't see it. I didn't realize we'd had it, and it's just been sitting on the fucking, like, cabinet. I was like, what's this? Two rivers. Lovely message from him as well, and two wines there for you and I. Oh, lovely. So I have drunk one of them, and there is one for you. But I just completely fucking... Well, like, I forgot in the sense that I didn't see it and then now I've forgotten to say anything. And he wasn't even wanting a shout-out, but it just reminded me because I always thought you were Jack Keeping. But shout-out to Jack for the lovely wines. Love that. Thank you, mate. Beautiful stuff. Two Rivers. Timmy Cahill. Timmy Cahill! (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. Let's move on. Hunters, dribblers, Tom, Eddie, Mm. and D.O.D.I. It's the gross overspend at Sushi Train Dribbler here. <laughs> Recently, I partook right now, in an yeah. intra-club cricket match where upon arriving at the crease, I promptly had my stumps rearranged by a 15-year-old curly-haired wahoo. This was followed with Leighton Hewitt-esque cheering, much to my demise. Upon leaving the match, I have gone to drown my sorrows in complex carbohydrate and noticed that the spud serving me was reminiscent of said 15-year-old Wahoo with curly hair. I have proceeded to champion several, seven, eight, nine times and alpha myself in the situation to regain some control of my now ruined Sunday. My question for you is, how often do you believe Paul Kent abuses the notion that the customer is always right to make himself feel better? Thank you. Don't get it. <laughs> no, that was like a long-winded story about him being served by a guy who bowled him out, and then he just threw in a Kenty question on the end. Okay. I'll tell, I'll tell you, you they, weren't, they weren't connected. No, I don't think they weren't connected, right? I don't think so. But there Maybe was just the customer, the customer and, and him worker being a customer. relationship. Yeah. Right. Um, listen, I'm going to say that that dribble peaked at his name, which was <laughs> the gross overspend at Sushi Train Dribbler. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a story about that, about the overspending at Sushi Train. Which a tale as old as time itself. absolutely do. You, if you go to Sushi Train, you always eat way more than you need. Sushi Train is a great model. Yeah, it is. 
because those little plates add up quick. Yeah, and it's also like tempting shit just like goes past. It's like, <laughs> oh, I better grab this or it may never come back. Yeah, Some asshole down the yeah, train yeah, might yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because I can see a couple of big boys yeah, out there that and, aren't going to let this go. And I haven't seen many of the – I haven't seen any tuna. I've been here 20 minutes and I had first time seeing it. So I'm going one, and if I see another one, I might just take it just in case I feel like it. And they're like, ooh, special plate. How much are the special plates? Can't find the price. Can't, Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, oh eight bucks? Shit. Just got stung for a special plate. Oh, mm. is it eel? All right. I guess. Mm. I guess I'll eat eel. Bruh, I want to go to Sushi Train today. I might do it after this. I love Sushi Train. I just love sushi, but like the mm. Sushi Train, dude. QP Mayo can fucking... Oh, yeah. QP Mayo is like Jesus's jizz. It mm. tastes so good. Well, I was going to say God's gift. Yeah. Well, same thing. Same, same thing. thing. It's the same thing. Same thing. QP mayo is Jesus jizz. Mm. I, I can't. I can't put it any other way. Mm. Um, New sushi train opening in Rose Bay, close to my house soon. Oh, that's exciting. near me. I'm a Bellevue Hill yeah. man these days. You're, you'd be closer to Dan, just at the bottom of Sushi uh, Dan. Where's Dan? Uh, you know where Jewel on the Bay is, dude. The you don't know where Indian Dan places? is. Do you not go to Dan? There's a sushi train there. Yeah, no, it's not, no, 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 it's oh, Dan. It's no, 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 no. Yeah, I know Dan. I want a sushi train. But dude, I've never Dan's been to Dan. sick. I can't. You've never been to Dan? Oh well, my god, me and Ellie used to go there like three times a week. I can say this now. When Steph, I lived in Belby Hill, Steph pregnant three times a week. Again. Steph pregnant again. We can't eat sushi. Well, you can. I can, but like we can't go together. It kind of fucking kills the vibe. Steph pregnant again? Yeah. Congrats, there man. You go. Officially you. announced. There you go. Gonna be a dad again, guys. Woo! More kids, more kids, less sleep. Yeah, that's just slipped that in. I wasn't gonna make a big announcement about it, but sushi came up, and she can't <laughs> eat sushi. Mm. Do you go to Jewel? Is it like have been, but haven't been since probably since we lived there. Huh? Is it like a raw fish thing? You can't eat raw fish when you're. Nah, pregnant? you can't. Because mm. well, like as in you can, but you can't because yeah, they don't you could get it. some like shit in there. If you get salmonella, it fucks the. Mm. So yeah, dude. October. Nice grand Ooh. final, baby. After, hopefully. Let's do it after the rugby league season, please. But yes, dad of two en route. Life over. <laughs> uh, but very exciting, very exciting. Uh, it's all happening. Trooper. Anyway, let's move on. Sushi trains soon. Thanks for that dribble that made no sense. <laughs> hey, Tom, Eddie, Dave of Dior, uh, Joe here. Just wanted to... Bring in a bit of negotiating with the terrorists and make a nomination for the big party pie player of the week. Obviously, Steph Curry is going absolutely nuts in the NBA, averaging something like 40 points a game on 53% three-point shooting over the past week or month or lifetime. Um, but just wanted to share two absolutely fucked stats that I read about Steph last night. So over the last week... Steph has personally hit more threes than any other team in the NBA except for the Mavs of Luka Doncic fame. And if he went zero of 500 on his next, of his next 500 threes, he would, and then for whatever reason retired, he would still have a higher three-point percentage than Ray Allen of three-point shooting fame. Wow. Um, Jesus. Obviously not the normal wheelhouse of the podcast, but... I really think Steph could throw on the six for the Broncos and just lead the boys around. His, his court vision would, would really come across and, and uh, turn into some points for us. But um, I know that I haven't heard a, a pipe layer in the league for a couple of months, I think. And if anything, Steph's current performance is uh, he's laying pipe. Absolutely laying pipe. Anyway, 
Just always be assumed. Definitely. Okay. Pipe layer of the week. That's a throwback, isn't it? Wow. If anyone doesn't know what pipe layer of the week is... Well, Alex Ironside uh, of Baggy Green fame made us our first sort of Hello Sport trophy. It's now called the Alex, Alex Ironside Memorial Big Papi Pipe Layer of the Week Award. Mm. Uh, I do have that. I went and picked it up. I found it again. We've still got that. Have you got the Baggy Greens? Yeah, yeah, I got them as well. We were with Josh Ellis Flint on the weekend, actually. Oh, yeah, he's a good fan. And he was reminding me of the uh, SoundCloud days. Oh, he's a SoundCloud day, is he? Yeah. Wow. I'm like, whoa, you're old school. You're old school. Yeah, if you were listening to us on SoundCloud, you're a serious fucking OG. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking as OG as they come. Yeah. Shout out to you. If you're still with us from the SoundCloud days, massive respect. Yeah, yeah, massive respect. And, you know, there are like 70 episodes, SoundCloud episodes that are not on the internet. How good – that was such a smart scrubbing of the internet. It was. It was a big scrub. Yeah. Why? Well, because – We just felt like it was smarter to do. Yeah. Some of the shit on there is pretty lowbrow. Well, who knows? I just don't know. Like, we're lowbrow as it is anyway, but it's like, let's just fucking get it. Let's just get it out of there. Um, but, you know. We can still release them. We can release we've them. We've got most of them. I think we've got all of them. I don't have all of them. I like, think I've got them all. You do? I think so. I don't think you do. I think we ch- we've had this conversation. I don't think you do. I think I do. Okay. Well, fucking suss that out. Not yeah. that it matters because we're not releasing them, unless we do. <laughs> Um, great stats Shout out to him Shout out to the Pipe Layer of the Week Award Shout out to Alex Ironside For making that for us Are we giving it to Steph? Yep I'm giving it to Steph Or are we giving it to The toilet stall NRL player <laughs> I think we give it to him actually Boy, how you going? P's D's The unsung heroes Double D's God bless you Dior Happy birthday mate oh, I know it's a little late but do you even remember your 10th birthday? <laughs> nah, just joking, mate. Just relax. It's all good. It's all good. Boy, he's just finished watching that fucking Paul Gallon shit show. And I've got a question. Do we start calling it foxing? And I'm not talking about Josh Adokar sprinting down the sideline. I'm talking F-A-U-X-I-N-G foxing. Foxing. Because calling it boxing is a fucking stretch. Paul and fucking Jake Paul a boxer is a stretch. Uh, oh, sorry, boys. I've got to go. This fucking See you, boys. Take care soon. Yeah, I know Latrell Mitchell got stitched, boy. What do you want? What do you want? What can we do? It's, it's over. Four weeks. Who's he talking to? I don't. I think that was a uh, that was a ruse. Oh, a ruse at the end? Yeah. Sure. Um. Jay Paul put something up before saying that he's made more money in his serve boxing fight than like everyone except Conor McGregor and Bullshit. Khabib. Bullshit. Because of the structure of bullshit. the payments. I think it's bullshit. I think he's a fucking... Apparently his fight did one and a half million buys. Yeah, Dana also said that was bullshit. Now, Dana would say that because it's... but It's in his interest to say it. Yeah, but I also like... That TikTok generation, mate, we don't know it. No, we don't. It's not our world. No, we don't. Are you on TikTok, Kundai? Yeah. Do you watch the Jay Paul fight? Can you talk into Dave's mic real quick? Kundai here uh, taking some photos of us today. Good man. Uh, what's your Instagram again? 
Oh, uh, we're a JPEG. W I R A J P E J. Go give it a follow. Takes a lot of rugby league shots and now takes photos of top of the heat podcasters <laughs> like Eddie and I. Easily uh, the best punting show in the history of punting. There you go. And the best punting show. About even. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah, we're taking over the world. Uh, Jake Paul fan. I mean, I am a Jake Paul. I, it's controversial, but I am a Jake Paul fan. Are your friends Jake Paul fans? Yeah, oh, I wasn't like I wasn't liking him at first, but my mate was a crazy like he was like there from the get go like like um when he was doing his YouTube vids and all that sort oh, of shit. Oh, bro, like, we, were, we were singing "It's Every Day," bro, like all the time. Oh, really? Fucking yeah, okay. So you see, but he, and you're 18, right? Yeah. Like I didn't know the fuck Jake Paul was until like three months ago. See, I did. I knew. Oh, really? I knew who he you was. You spent a lot of time online, though. Well, I just I try to keep myself across sort of what's going on. Like yeah. I know Jake Paul. I know he's had like something called Team Ten, where like he <laughs> did fucking videos with all these other like. Uh, no idea. He used to be on Disney too. Was he a Disney? Kid? Yeah, he, he was a Disney. Kid. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was. He did Disney. So he was an actor. Yeah. So the problem was, yeah, he was. He was genuinely acting for a Disney show called Bizarre Vark. But the thing was, like. He calls it a mutual agreement, but like he basically got fired because it was like so controversial. And right. Shit, so. Okay. And so you're on TikTok. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. What do you do? You do shit on TikTok like dancing and shit. Nah, fuck that. But yeah. no, I, but I actually use TikTok, but I use it to like post my photos. So like I'll like record like me at the game with my phone. Yeah, yeah. And then it would be like um went to like an NRL game and this happened and I was like and then I'll take all the I'll like put on like a montage of all the shots I took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like it. Easy way to go. I got like I did my first TikTok and then I got like twenty one point five twenty one point five k, like yeah, just like just what like, likes? Yeah, how many followers? No, 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 no I got views. 21, no, twenty one point five views. Oh like, right, think, that's a lot. Yeah, I think like two hundred likes, something like that. I can't remember. And how many followers you got on there? I got like 100, 150. Yeah, right. So yeah. like not fucking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fucking famous, but like it's just it's chill. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like it's like it's like an easy way to navigate YouTube. Like I don't have the attention span to watch a whole YouTube video, so I like just. Go on TikTok and like just fly through yeah, them, and they just, just keep playing. For, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah no. Nice. I could never do a dance. No, no way. <laughs> no, that'd be oh, tough. Boy. We've done jobs before where they're like, "Oh, all right, now we got to do a TikTok thing." And then like, I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, just do like come up with some funny dance." And we were just like, "No." <laughs> they want us to do a TikTok dance. I go, "You've got to be fucking joking, Dave." We you? aren't doing a TikTok. Dance. Thirty. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, we just can't do it. No. I'm not, like. No, no, no. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not anti TikTok. I'm just not coming up with a dance for you. No, but I'm not like I'm not that self deprecating. Like where no. I'm, you know. Yeah, no. I'm still throwing myself to the wolves. Yeah, sorry. I'm still self conscious enough to not do a TikTok dance. <laughs> anyway, thanks, bro. Thanks, brother. Uh, let's roll on, D. I don't know what else he said. That dribbler, Jake Paul. Though. Oh yeah, Jake Paul. I don't fucking. I just don't think that's true. How much he's getting? I'm sure he got a shitload, right? Like. You think that the one and a half million buyers is bullshit? Did that's what, right. Did you watch the fight? I didn't watch it. Yeah, right. Didn't watch it. Uh, no, look, I don't know. I, again, Dana has to say that shit, so that's something to consider. But it seems like a lot. It's like the twelfth. It's like the tw- if it is, it's like the twelfth most. I think. Uh, or is it maybe more than that? What was it? One point five. He right, said. Yeah, so it's apparently like the twelfth most fucking uh, purchased fight in history. If that is the case. Mm. Anyway, let's roll on. Shout out to Jake Paul. Tom, Eddie, Dior. Uh, it's the dream dribbler here. Just, uh, I remember a few months ago, a dribbler called up uh, about his dream about you two. And I thought I'd uh, ring in with the uh, dream I had last night about you, Eddie. So <laughs> oh I was uh, playing basketball at the local stadium. Mind you, I haven't played in 10 years. And uh, 
there's a bit of a kerfuffle going on on the field, the court next to me, and a uh, bit of fighting, bit of that. And I look over, and Eddie is the uh, referee, and uh, I I yell out to Eddie, and I say, "Control the game, Eddie." And then uh, Eddie looks back, pissing himself, laughing at me, saying, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing." <laughs> Yeah, you probably don't. So, then I woke up, messaged my mate, uh, and that's about it. Be it soon. Reach out. And I'll do Dude, that is so fucking funny. Dude, that was hilarious. Um, no, mate. Like, if I put a fucking basketball jersey, like, if I was an umpire for a basketball game, I don't no, know it. No, no, I just more like the fact that, that you're in some guy's dream. <laughs> that you got, like, so, you know, he's woken up going, oh, fuck, I dreamt about Eddie last night. That's, yeah. That's weird. I didn't. I don't remember there we being in other dreams. Do you remember that? No, like it vaguely rings a bell, but I also don't remember it. I don't remember the dribble at all. But if you do dream about us, let us know. <laughs> I think that's yeah, send in your dreams. Send in your dreams if you do dream about us, because I mean, I think that that's you know. Did I think that I would be, you know, appearing in the dreams of punters and dribblers? You know, back when this thing started. No, no, I didn't. But am I surprised now? No, I'm also not surprised. Of course, we're in people's dreams. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on. Fuck it hell. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's <laughs> exactly what you would say. It's exactly what I'd say. Tom, Eddie, Dee or Dave, punters and dribblers. First time caller here, so I guess I'll run under the name of fucking arch dribbler. Just saying your little snippet on how Newcastle is the um, boneyard of the NRL. I couldn't agree more with that. Thanks. Just like to get your thoughts, though, on flipping the coin the other side. Are they the worst team to bring in local talent or or like bring up their juniors or even signing players? Like they missed out on the trail. Josh Jackson. I don't know what Boyd Cordner's story is, but he's only a few minutes up the road at Taro. Um, yeah, Alba. if you can give me your thoughts on mm. that. I don't know if you've touched base on it before, but that would be great. Knights Premier Shoots, never. Mad Cow, never. See you soon. Cheers. Yeah, the Knights, like, if you were a Knights fan and you saw the level of, like, juniors they've let go, you'd have to be fucking furious. Have to be. They also, I mean, I don't know if for those that don't know, on about even we talked about how Newcastle is the boneyard for talent. So players that were good generally go there to die, yeah. essentially. Yeah. With all the with the greatest respect. But it seems to be somewhere where, you know, you might get your last contract and you'll go there and you'll see it a great career. Yes. It's a, you know, it's a, yeah, playing, it's a playing, yeah, yeah, playing, you know, not your best footy, right? No, exactly. That's and, sort the, of... and the Boneyard was in the Lion King where all of the elephants would go to die and the hyenas hang out. That's exactly right. Now, obviously, there are exceptions to the rule. Caelan Ponga immediately comes to mind. Yes. But everyone else... And Tyson Frizzell. And Tyson Frizzell, who's still playing. David Clemmer, pretty good. So there's a few, but like we went But through. is Clemmer playing his best footy? No, he's, he's not. not. No, Frizzell, I'll allow, yeah. is playing equally as good yes. footy Clemmer as he playing, was at St. George. Clemmer playing boneyard footy. Yeah. Huh? Connor Watson. Connor Watson. Connor Watson, Connor Watson, Watson. is playing 
career best footy. But Connor Watson's not that old. That's what I mean. Yeah, he's not. Connor old. Watson's not who we're talking. Obviously, they have some young players. It's yeah. not made up entirely of old fucking has beens, but there is a theme there. Yeah, of boneyard signings. There is. <laughs> <laughs> of which they've been named. Yeah. So I'm not going to go through them again. No, we won't. But yeah, uh, I'd be dirty if I was a Knights fan and we lost Cordner, Trell. Josh Jackson to a lesser degree, but still. I will say this about Newcastle. I, I like the fucking club. I like the team, generally speaking. I'll go for them over most other teams. Yep. No problem here with me and the Knights. Let that be known. Yep. I would say, though, that Joey Johns and the premierships he brought are now starting to become like a bit of a distant memory and that at some point you may need to move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're going to have to get either win another comp or get over Joey's years because Joey ain't there anymore. He's not there anymore. And now he hangs over that club like a shadow. <laughs> yeah, like... Like what he did with spinners. Yeah, for a seriously. Period, you know that's what, I mean? what you're actually going through. Yeah. I think you're still in Joey's massive, massive hog shadow. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's hard for you. You're trying to escape it, clearly, but it's not really working. Well, it's an immense hog. But You need to find an eighth in line. Yeah, you need your Nathan Lyon because right now it's like no one is Joey and you've got to deal with that. And it's like, well, Mitch, Mitch ain't Joey. Ponga could be your new Joey, but you're not winning any games. <laughs> so difficult, but all we're saying is get over Joey. We love Joey. The nation loves Joey. The state loves Joey. You need to get over Joey, though, and win some comps. <laughs> with the greatest respect. Move on. <laughs> um, this next one's a double But only the second one starred So I'll go I would just go the first one Sometimes that's the way it works G'day boys Chip and Chase Dribbler here Calling through Just for a bit of quick physio advice For Tom Around his shin splints A couple things you can quickly do mate First thing Check your shoes Make sure you're rocking some nice ASICs A lot of cushion A lot of support got flat feet that's a big consideration uh second thing definitely got to get a stretch on don't know if you're doing much of that make sure you get on the foam roller make sure your hips are nice and loose um if all else fails with that definitely worth going into a physio worth their salt to have a look if you're down at the gong definitely come and hit me up otherwise hit one of the physios up in town in the big smoke um got to have a look at how your feet are how you're running things like that might be worth getting on to Roger Fabri about a bit of cadence looking as well. Assess that. Um, if you're getting a bit of pain pinpoint on your bone, definitely one to consider is some stress fractures as well. Um, if you're rocking a bit of a bigger cab chassis at the moment, definitely a consideration as well. But hopefully that helps. Love the podcast, boys. Love you all. Uh, beer soon. Frankfurt's in Woolly soon. And uh, welcome to the NRL, TJ Perinara. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much for that physio advice. And thank you to everyone who's reached out with physio advice for my shin splints over the last week. It's been very helpful. Uh, let's start at the start there. My shoes are not correct. They're shoes that I bought for fashion and I now run in them. What are you running? Just some like uh, Adidas three-stripe uh, like sneakery sort of shoes. Like these? Uh, yeah. More sneakery than More these. sneakery than yeah, those, but yeah, those. Really yeah. soft, but... Not at all for running. Not running shoes. No. Now, flat feet, incorrect. I think I actually have the highest arches in the game. My arches are harbour bridges under my feet, which I've also heard could also be contributing to the shin splints. 
but my archers high and true. I've got nothing against anyone with flat feet, but I think it's more alpha to have high archers. And <laughs> if you were to look at my feet, I've got alpha feet when it comes to high archers. That's a bloke who gets mad cow and fucking Looks, hay fever and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called cavus feet. Who, who also has... What, to have high C-A-V-U-S, arches? C-A-V-U-S, yep, high arch feet. Yeah, dude, I'm basically walking around on clogs. That's how fucking high my arches are. Um, is it? Is that like considered like beta? Is there medical conditions that come with it? Well, it, it just says this causes excess amount of weight to be placed on the ball and the heel of the foot, which can cause pain. That is true. But cause pain where? In the foot, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, right. Okay, in the foot. I was trying to work out if that was a shin-related thing. I'm sure it would be. Come it in. might be. Might be. Um, he said ASICs now. Okay, maybe that's the shoe, That's the type of shoe I should be getting a run in. He just said ASICs, right? I think I don't. I, I've heard, I hear that a lot. That ASICs are like the runner's shoe. The shoe guys okay. for running. Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to go look at that because I really enjoy it. Now, cab chassis. Am I carrying a little extra weight? Well, you're above the buck. I'm above a buck. Shouldn't be. So yes, I am. And I need to get back running so I can get the chassis trimmed down. <laughs> but my shins are fine now. It's just that when I ran consistently, they were fucked. I don't know if it was stress fractures or not, though. But they were very painful. But not just in one spot. The whole shin was sore from memory. Anyway, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Go Manly. <laughs> um, also, Cowboy, uh, Tigers CEO has said that they are not getting rid of Maguire. Not yet. Well, he said it in the Australian Pasco. Yeah, we've committed it for him for two extra years. We're if he loses three more games, he's gone. I guarantee it. Yeah, Tommy did officially signed as well. Hectic. Good, good, good. Rate content for Tuesday. Yep. Yep. The smashing of one Denon. Yes, correct. <laughs> Camp into the ground. Yep. Panning him. Love it. Can't wait to do that. Oh, Tom, Eddie, it's the well-being dribbler here. Listen, I just had one question for you, please. Are you okay? Are you okay? The reason I'm worried is that the manly rhetoric is a pretty clear, desperate plea for help. Uh, We all know, and you know, that you support the worst club in the history of the league, stealing players, bribing referees, playing on a uh, asbestos-riddled mud heap. Uh, Not only that, but you killed the foundation club in the North Sydney Bears, uh, a dirty merger club in the process, and yet now you tried to claim that's right. Now, look, as I say, we know this is all wrong. You know this is all wrong. It's okay to be ashamed. It's okay to be afraid. But the first step in getting help is to admit you've got a problem. So, boys, hearing all the manly rhetoric, the 13 plus, the best club, the comp, et cetera, et cetera, you can all recognise it for what it is. But only you can take that first step. Admit that you've got a problem. Okay. 12-step program soon, boys. Is that a disgruntled North Sydney Bears fan? That sounds like there's a North Sydney Bears fan for who he has. Can you imagine just the lack of rugby league content in that man's life? Like, you go for the Bears, clearly, sir. And obviously, <laughs> you're upset that we fucking bounced you out of the comp. Um, but... Like, to have no weekly, like, I get to see Tom Trebojevic, like, lasso his cock around the fucking field. Mm. And you have what? New South Wales Cup. New South Wales Cup. Do you just have to go, and you just got to go and watch that, or hope Channel 9 maybe is broadcasting one of No, them. he's got to go to North Sydney Oval. Go he's got to go Oval. to fucking, you know, wherever else yeah, the yeah. games are You've got to watch, like, you've got to watch players that aren't world-class play 
That's the great. Blokes that have you, jobs. Yeah, exactly. Outside of rugby league play. That's you, what you got to look forward that's, to. That's all you've got to look forward to, right? So obviously I get you're upset and you're disgruntled, but guess what, brah? We win comps, we have throbbers, and we get to watch our team beat the almighty piss out of other teams week after week after week. So we're good. Never won a spoon either. Never won a spoon. Also, if you'd followed Tom and I this season on 13+, plus, you'd be well up. Dude, you'd be skyrocketing. You'd be, uh, you'd be skyrocketing. Like you'd look down and go, holy shit, I'm rolling in money. Yeah, you'd be and if you follow us this weekend against Penrith, you were going to be... Get it? Uh, Get anyway, it? Anyway, yeah. Uh, sorry, mate, sorry to hear about your loss. Thank you, though, for asking if we are okay. Can confirm we are. We're been, laughing. Actually, never been better. No. If you asked me four weeks ago, well, three weeks ago... Might have been a different story. Different answer. But you've actually called up too late. You've called up at a great time. We're fantastic. Should we call up three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. We're terrific right now. <laughs> Let's move on, though. Are you okay, sir? <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. Hey, boys. Um, just wanted to get you guys' opinion on something. So my fucking my fucking housemate plays like third tier Brisbane soccer. Plays the third tier Brisbane soccer league, and and like um, he gets. 20 bucks per game. He gets 20 bucks for a win. And he legitimately goes around telling people that, like, he's a professional soccer player, like telling girls and shit that he's a professional soccer player. And it fucks me off to no end. But, like, there's an element of truth to it because he gets paid. So, like, I just want to see what you guys' opinion on that is. Thanks, boys. Peace soon. Look, he's a pro in my eyes. He's look. He's he's semi pro. So he's got he's got at least part of the pro, right? Yeah. Look, if he wants to, if he if he chooses to leave the semi off when he goes and trumpets his success to women, then look, I'll allow it because he's obviously a fucking massive dribbler. He's good. he's done the hard yards to get to third division Brisbane football. That's right, and he's a dribbler clearly. Oh, absolutely. And obviously, I go into bat for dribblers. Yeah, I have to. I have to. You know, just what we do here. So, yes, he is a professional. We are recognising him as a professional footballer here today on this podcast. He's getting 20 bucks a win. 20 bucks a game, 20 bucks a win. So that's like 20 and 20. He's making 40 bucks a week if he's in a good side. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's nah. not bad at all. And then, yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? You keep playing well, you're up in the second division and you're up in the first division. You yeah. Know, who knows? Yeah. Taking names, cashing checks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's in the A-League. He's in the and A-League. now, who's got mud on their face? Exactly. You do, bro. You do. So, embrace it. He's a professional. Your mate's a professional footballer. It is what it is. It is he's what it pro. is. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Dior, punters, dribblers, and dribblers. It's the uh, <laughs> Northern Brisbane dribbler here uh, from not backing a single winner over the championship fame. Um, Just had a quick question, boys. Are you the type of operator that proudly puts your I am a member of X football club on the back of your car sort of operator? Or do you just house that safely inside your house? Because, yeah, we'd just love to know. If you were wondering what I would do, oh, you weren't? Okay, 
be a bike. <laughs> yeah, no, we weren't. No, um, we weren't. That was, you ended that perfectly. Look, I haven't got the Manly Seagull on my car, no. but Tim Dumbrell's got it on his, and it looks pretty good. You know what's funny as well is that he was a South fan and now just full-blown Manly sticker on the car. I didn't get a sticker with my membership this year, or if I did, I fucking accidentally threw it out. But Usually, usually get a sticker. Fuck, I hope I didn't throw it out. Um, Did you get the key ring and shit? Yeah, yeah, I got all that. And the hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I Look, I'd put a sticker on the car, but I don't care. Like, I mean, I didn't get one, so no. But I'm a proud card-carrying member of the Mighty Manly Seagulls. Know that. Is the card in my car, in my fucking wallet? I don't know my wallet is. But, yeah, I think you trumpet it from the bloody rooftops if you're a member. Mm. Proud. Yeah. Dave, not a member of the Storm. Of course he isn't. Because he's a fucking turncoat. Because he knows he could, he knows mid season he could be going he for someone else. Kundai, you remember the dragons? Ah, uh, oh, see now you got to give him shit as well. Well, we yeah. don't because oh, we've only no. really just met him today, so it'd be rude for us. And he and he hasn't got turncoat roots. No, it's you true. Do. He was even talking about the fact that he's a dragons fan, and even though sometimes when Penrith are throbbing as hard as they are, you might feel like you want to because he's from Penrith. Penrith throbbing, but he's like, I I love mm. the dragons, so I won't change. Yeah, and be a turncoat. Fuck. Well, luckily for me, even if I was more of the turncoat persuasion than I am, I would never have to turn away from the storm because we're just that good. That is a lucky thing that you have on your side, but you won't always be, bro. You won't no. always be. No, no, no. Karma has he, a funny way He's got another... Only, he's only, got another only for the next 15 years till Grant and Munster and Papratai. Yeah, yeah, but even still, I'm happy to wait. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll fucking wait, and then you'll be supporting the Raiders or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, g'day, boys. Uh, I'm from Eddie, Dior David. Um, got point triple here of um, weekend dilemma fame. DPD. I'm uh, just calling up to let you know what I ended up doing on that weekend, so I appreciate um, your advice. Um, you guys were right, and it actually was. You did play the dribble um, the weekend after it was um, the weekend occurred, so I apologise for the mix-up there. But um, in true Roosters fan um, tradition spirit, I elected not to go to the footy. Um, went to the twenty first, went to the twenty first birthday. Now, a girl that I was supposed to go to the footy with. If you're listening to this, and I assume you do because it's the Hello Sport podcast, I was sick um, and ignore what's about to come. But um, yeah, met another girl who was a Roosters fan, had a real good time. Um, yeah, elected not to do the mushrooms, um, and just figured I'd probably just do them with Dior Dave and his mates whenever they do it again next. So. Yep, um, that's the result of the weekend. It was a good weekend. Um, don't apologise for my actions. Um, so, yeah, there's the update. And just one more question. Dior Dave, who do you think is hotter out of Tom and Eddie? Uh, cheers, boys. See you soon. That's a, I mean, that's a tough one. I think I'm a bit biased because I actually think I look a bit like Tom, just in terms of, like, we kind of have the same hair going on a little bit. we got some good hair. Similar beard kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that I am hotter then? Pretty much. Although, I don't know. No, nah, that's cool, dude. You don't need to say another word. Yeah. <laughs> so you rate yourself. I, did, I very much do, yeah. Love I could just see myself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm, ever, Ma- late, oh, look, if I'm ever late to a podcast, it's just because I'm staring at myself in the mirror <laughs> before I get ready. Look. Doing cunts, smoking cunts. <laughs> Make up your own mind at home. Yeah. Look, you know what? It's all right. This, these things happen sometimes. I got it today, Eddie. No, maybe next time you'll get voted the hottest host of the podcast. But at this, stage. I'm getting dreamt about at least. That's true. You are getting dreamt about. Wet dream, maybe. 
are ruling it out. Thank you, Dave, though. Dave getting a raise. <coughs> not sorry, for me, he's not. <laughs> okay, and I can show the yeah. account. Sorry, you're not getting a raise. <laughs> I appreciate it, but you're not. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Tom, Eddie, Hunters and the Dribblers. Uh, it's the bro here of um, getting lucky during holiday theme. I oh, uh, just wanted to call and say congrats to my mate Cookie who got married and um, just let the P's and D's knows, uh, know that I tried to rewatch Holiday over these two weekends. Uh, you know, twice the season and um, wanted to finish my review. So um, first things first, I guess what's on everyone's mind is that uh, we went two for two, baby. It worked again. <laughs> uh, the missus came in like halfway through and I uh, wasn't keen to watch it at all. But uh, by the time, spoiler alert, that uh, they break up. Uh, let's just say I was taking my licks like a top of the heat podcast who said New South Wales would win 3 0. Um, you know, anyways, am I a little worried uh, that my missus might have a little thing for Nude soon um, when I thought her type was more slightly overweight Polynesians with slick haircuts? Uh, yeah, a little, but I can't really blame her. Um, anyways, uh, back to the movie. Bracey, uh, brilliant performance, chef kiss you know um, <laughs> cooked to perfection uh, the role you're born to play i'd probably say um you know the aussie guy who gets girls and is uh, constantly eating during the movie you know how good is probably the dream job um anyways uh just want to say thanks to nudes uh, thanks to nudes and uh the boys for bringing me the movie again um oscar's soon bracy and bears of mine misses never for you uh cheers boys brilliant two from two Two from two. Racy's just getting this man some serious action. <laughs> good to know. Great to know. Good to know. I like that guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. Can we save that one as well? Because I assume we probably saved the first holiday. 100% we would have. So that would've, was a yeah. fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah. Probably kicked the Hall of Famer off. Yeah, it might have. Uh, look, as we said, just glad to be facilitating, you know, roots. 100%. Point. I also think nude soon, you know, that would bring him a lot of joy. Definitely it would. Well, I mean, we already heard, like, we'd already spoken to him after the first one. He was fucking thrilled to know that his, He's getting Blake's licks. his, his acting role had brought two people together to, to, you know, enjoy each other's bodies. To know it's happened twice, it's a 100% strike, right? Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. Let's go. How that. many more we got, D? Still a few, but there we're past the starred ones, so if we don't like these, we can just... Okay. Still a few. Yeah. There, well, there was one starred one, but it was like 220 seconds. Nah. Nah. Uh, Give me, just pick him on nose here. Don't take a photo of that one. Hey guys, this is the Warriors day one dribbler. First time dribble from me. Um, you guys were talking about centre pairings at Rhymes last week with the beat on the review podcast. Uh, Parker and Harper doesn't really rhyme, does it? Um, no. There is a winger pairing in the league that rhymes. They're probably the worst wing, wing pairing in the league, coast to notes. Um, but it does rhyme. Um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Warriors game tonight against the Storm. We've got a chance to win the dance against the Storm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're probably going to get fucked. So, yeah, you did. Yeah, Jack Murchie, best center in the competition. Uh, sorry, guys, better than uh, Brad Parker. Got to say that. You played in the second row. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you know any other winger pairings at Ryan, let me know. And, uh, yeah, Warriors can get fucked, unfortunately. Um. I don't know any other centre pairings that rhyme. I think what they were talking about on Bloke and Bar was when Kempi was like Parker and Harper. He's like, that rhymes. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, it does. I'm like, how the fuck does that rhyme? Park. Parker and Harper. 
Harp. No. 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 It should be like Parker and Darker. That rhymes, not Harper and Parker. No, it doesn't rhyme at all. No. No. Um, um, anyone else rhymes? Look, maybe, but like, am I going to try and think through every fucking team to get no, a rhyme no, out of it? No, I thought that, that would have been his job. He had time. Well, I thought that as well. Like, I've, I've already sat through an hour of fucking utter dribble. Yeah. I've just been told that there's potentially another hour. <laughs> I don't, I'm, mate, no. No, nah, this recording's on three hours 20. This is ridiculous. Let's keep going. If they're, in, if they're long, Dave, fuck them off. Yeah, it's on the short. More than 60 seconds, they're out. I've, I've, I've tweaked it. <laughs> Boys, Andy Dribbler here. We're sitting in the sun in Manly, 10.46 a.m. Had about 500 schooners last night. And I'm just soaking it up, bounced out as fuck. And I'm just wishing all of you, even Dior, a good Sunday. Can't wait for the trackies. Can't wait for my hat to arrive. And, mate, guys, you just produce the best content around. Top the heat. Keep it up. Love you. Ciao. What a beautiful young man. What a beautiful young man. What a gorgeous young man. What a what a wonderful representation of his parents and his family and everything they're probably about. so well raised so well raised look the bloke had 500 schooners last night but he's taken himself out of the house going to get some sun lay on manly beach and just go you know what let's call the hello sport podcast and just just say thanks yeah, yeah. and just and just tell people nice things wish everyone a good sunday and then just be honest about the level of content and what he you know how he sees it and I, what we provide i wish you nothing but the best in your life sir success happiness love yeah, joy you know no. maybe just May just be gorgeous from yeah, yeah. start to finish. The road paved with gold, yellow yep. brick road sort of stuff yeah, for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. Thank you so much. What a beautiful young man. Terrific. Let's move on. Look, following the great introduction from that host, I think we have a few takes on the Manly game. First of all, I think that Josh Hughes is clearly the best back row in the game. He's Agreed. a more athletic and more good-looking player than Wade Graham, but with double the skills. What yep. are your takes? I just want to say that Kieran Foran, he didn't look too good in the first couple of weeks, but I'm coming around to the old bloke. Kieran Foran. He's a good-looking man. He he looked like Ryan Pappenhausen just running through the Red Sea. He parted the Red Sea and he scored through for a try. Um, do we have anything else? Uh, obviously, obviously, Tom's great. For is Sipley, he is impact. one of the greatest impact prop forwards he, I've ever seen. He personifies yep. um, the word impact. Anyway, be soon. Tick, tick, tick. Agree with all of those things. Schuster, best back row in the game. Kieran Foran, best 5-8 in the game. Tafoa simply greatest impact forward in the game. Tick, tick, tick. Yep. Great job. I will say this, though, just to double down on Schuster. He's such a big body. He's fucking, what, 95 kilos probably. He's only. I think he's a hundo, dude. And how... Okay. Yeah, he's 102. And he's how, how old is he, 20? 19. With those hands? Yeah. Playing on a fucking edge? Yeah. Bruh, forget about six. He's, he's Dave Taylor, but he cares. Forget about six. Move on from six. Well, we'll see. I'm just saying, like, you can do some fucking damage. Yeah. With that footwork, with those hands, yeah. with that size, with that strength, mm-hmm. with, that with that athleticism. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I like where you're at, bruh. Yeah. Stay there. Win comes with Manly. Stay there, win comes. Yeah. Also, back to that previous dribbler, the really nice, well-raised gentleman. He spoke about the hats. They are all. They should all be arriving in your uh, mailboxes this week, except for the international ones. That's right. International dribblers will take longer because it's crossing oceans. But all the other ones should be in your letterboxes this week. If not, 
fuck me, it'll be an Australia Post issue, which we will let us know if you haven't. And there, I think, are at least two other people who they had some issues with Australia Post the first run of hats we did. D or Dave deleted all of our emails. We don't have your contact anymore, so please reach out and we'll be able to cross-check it and make sure that you actually were the people we're talking about. So if you're trying to fucking finagle a hat, think again. But reach out because we don't have your names. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well done. Did I just use Dave as a scapegoat? Yeah. Yes. It's okay. I That's try, what, what's yeah. all we do. I tried to send some emails to Manly from the Hellas board account and got found out. So yeah. yeah. So we had to delete, had to cover my tracks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> G'day, fellas. Catholic School Dribbler here. Uh, just sitting in front of the fire in Tankwater Territory in Upper Lachlan Shire, yarning about how good Vlandy's ball is and uh, how all teams worth their salt win by 13+. plus. Uh, but in particular, today against the uh, DNC Tigers, Tommy Turbo. Now, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of fucking rhetoric about Manly and especially one Tommy Turbo. But I'll open this can of worms and say that Tommy Turbo's impact the past few games have been on par with Hain 09 and as instrumental. Now, obviously, Hain 09 is the undisputed GOAT impact and Hain had fucking Keating and not fucking DCE, uh, allegedly most clutch quarterback, uh, halfback, what the fuck. Um, but yeah, anyway, comparison soon, DMC's never. I'd say he's better. Easily better. That's my, That's just he's that's what I believe. Sorry, guys. He's the greatest player in the comp right now and arguably the greatest rugby league player of all time. Arguably. If he played like that, which he may well for the rest of his career, it wouldn't even be close. No. And I don't see any reason to suggest he won't. Correct. So by that sort of thought process, I'm almost happy to give it to him now. Yeah, give it to him now. He's the GOAT. Hey lads, how are ya? Look, I'm on a train on the way home with some lads that are scared to dribble, which is no good. Aside from Ed and Jonah birthday fame. Um Tommy Turbo being back after two weeks, turning around as absolute thrashing. He's gonna put it down that you need Tommy Turbo in your like starting seventeen to actually have a crack at the NRL or yeah. Like, what's the go? Three in a row? I don't know. Like, yes. <laughs> are they saying, are we, is that done? Mm. Yeah. Is he asking, will we admit we need Tommy Turbo and our team to win? Yeah. I mean, no, because we beat the Warriors without him. But, like, if we want to win the comp, Tommy's got to play. No, no, we can win without him. But to win the comp, we need, we need him there. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, do you reckon the Storm need fucking Cam Munster to win? Yeah, yeah. You take Cameron yeah. out, do you reckon you're going to win the comp? Uh, no. I'll give you the fucking answer. The answer is no. no. Go look Go look back at, like, any club has a rock star yeah. that wins. Uh, I, don't, I don't get the debate. There's, like, there's like me saying, oh, we could have beat, um, we could have beat the, Maroons, the Maroons if they didn't have JT. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. Fucking dribbler. That guy... Was a salty Tigers fan. <laughs> are you prepared? Are you ready to admit that Tom Trebojevic is required in your seventeen to win? Yes, dude. What a fucking idiot! With the greatest respect, thank you for calling. But you're a dribbler. You know what? Your mates were too scared to dribble. You probably should have been because that was dumb. You sounded <laughs> dumb. It's like you need flour and cake. Yeah, you need flour and cake. Tommy's flour in our cake. Mm. Thank you, Kundai. All right, 
Thank you very much. That is it. We're done. Loved that. Great dribbles. Great show. As we said before, P's and D's caps arriving in your letterbox this week. Uh, thank you very much to all our sponsors. Bloke in a Bar, Swish, Dr. V, Bluebet, Manscaped, CBA. A lot this week. A lot. Humming. Dio Dave, thank you very much for your work today, good friend. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Kundai, lovely to see you, mate. Thanks for coming in and taking some photos. Great job, mate. Great job. Terrific. Uh, until next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.